Oh, Bill, if, what, what are you playing for, Starluck? Like, Me? Yeah. I don't know. Okay. Um, because like, I need to start like putting all the decks together. Ideally, I want to play Butterbridge for Melee. Butterbridge? Butterbridge. It's like Butterbridge, but with more breakfast. <laughs> Consistently <laughs> Voltron, Voltron butter bumps. Yeah. <laughs> all the fat characters in the game, just in one deck. His name is Craven. He likes white ravens. And he will always use them to reduce your gold. His name is Dave. He cancels saves. He likes to make the opposition have bad days. His name is Tom. He plays for fun. And if you beat him, then he'll put you in the face. It's the UK's fantastic podcast. This episode's the worst, so it's probably the last. With unopposed to claim banter, it's banter behind the throne. Hello and welcome back to Banter Behind the Throne. I'm Dave Bamford, your host, your king of the castle for today. And this is episode 58, tentatively titled, We're Danny Glover. Today I'm joined by my man who does all the water things, Mr Thomas Peel. Say hello, Tom. Hello. Fantastic. And we're joined again by, uh, who's almost a regular guest now, rather than a uh, recurring host, Mr Lowell Craven, my captain of the guard. Oh, man. Devoted. <laughs> Coming out of nowhere. I thought he was introducing Roy and he was going to give me a special welcome back. <laughs> Whoa. Wow. Yeah, I'm a devil. Um, hello. <laughs> That's, that's, that's a lot of, soured my mood, I'll be honest. That's a lot of shade, as we say in America. That is some America. serious shade. That's that's <laughs> going to influence the scores, um, I'll be honest. <laughs> and uh, as you can hear his tones in the background, uh, we're also joined by Roy Rogers. Say hello, Roy. He's our dirty rascal Happy for today. Happy to be here. I am I am unbelievably pleased to be here. This was like one of my Thrones like personality bucket list things. I've wanted to be on a banter episode since the first time I heard you guys, so I'm really happy to be here. A proper banter episode, because I was representing Team North America in the trivia episode, which we won. Thank you very much. <laughs> well, I'm glad you remembered, because I had forgotten who had won. Well, we beat Wama. That's all that really matters. Yeah, but Wama left halfway and was replaced by Just Peel, who didn't know the questions about his own podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't write them. <laughs> I don't know if it would have helped if you did. <laughs> the thing is, Peel missed the questions about himself. Peel... That was the best moment of the entire thing. <laughs> You did write one of the questions. That's the thing. You wrote the one about the power icons, but then you didn't get the cedar question right to get the power icon question. Buzz was too quick. <laughs> That's what I mean. I gotta make it fair. Um. Oh dear. So we had uh, we had Roy, who people may know from uh, other podcasts such as the White Book and the Second Sons. Um, we ha- we had a little bit of a commentary session with him at the weekend, talking about worlds, and that's when we decided to invite him on because, has, as he says, he hasn't been on for a full episode before, a proper episode. Um, so that was lovely. If you want to go and watch the streams on his channel, uh, Twitch.tv/foeintel, then uh, it's probably worth doing so. I was a bit drunk; don't really remember everything I said, but I'm sure it was all fine. Um, I think we're all a little bit drunk. <laughs> I had been drinking since like 1 p.m., and by the time we started, it was what, like 11. Yeah, about I, half ten, eleven, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. And then we were. What, t- what time did it end? Your time, like two? Half three. I went to bed. Yeah, three thirty. Yeah. And Peel, did you smash your computer after the end? Because you just no, like I, just. 
I was just literally, I was falling asleep, so I was just like, I'm just gonna have to go to bed and just turn, <laughs> like, just closed it, like that will do. <laughs> like, it will, it will figure itself out. It's gonna do something. It's either gonna turn off or you're gonna start coming through my speakers. Fifty-fifty. <laughs> um, and he didn't come through my speakers, so that's what happened there. Okay. So, um, so this week we're gonna primarily talk about the lines of Casterly Rock uh, Deluxe Expansion. We're gonna do a quick, quick fire review like we did with the Wolves Box. Um, so we can get through all the cards in one episode. But before that, we're going to talk about the greatest tournament of the year. That is, of course, the Tourney of Starlek, which is at the end of next week. I'm very excited. Uh, and before that, we're going to talk about the Starlek Warm-Up Tourney, otherwise known as the World Championships in Minnesota. Uh, <laughs> Craven, you've just come back into the fold. Uh, what are your comments on the World Championships in Minnesota? Uh, well, I had a lot of fun talking about it with you guys. Um, but upon reflection, I... I... I did find it quite disappointing, actually, um, in, in many ways. Um, the overall winner was a disappointment. Um, and the majority of the games we watched were uh, a showcased thrones, but in the in the negative way, in my opinion. Um, it didn't do any arguments about the state of the game any favours. Okay. For those who aren't aware, the, uh, the deck... The deck that won it was Lannister Banner of the Wolf, and it was run by Joe Mirando, I believe his name is, from the Brotherhood Without Manners. And that is the most that congratulations we'll ever give to that podcast on air. So, uh, would you like, well, you got any comments on Worlds, Roy? Yeah, I think, I, I don't know how much of Worlds, Craven, you just mostly watched, what, the end of the first day, and then all of the cut with us? So, yeah, I jumped in, I think I, I caught three games on the stream. The day before, and then the whole, like I think it was the top sixteen we did, didn't we? Yeah, the top sixteen. So yeah, yeah so uh, yeah, how many games that was in that five and, or six, and, I think at all. And Dave, you caught what most of the second day, or the first day, or did how much of the first day did you catch? So I, I probably caught uh, the bulk of the games. I missed the top sixteen game, um, but I caught pretty much every other one. I think that they had. Right, I had a similar experience. Right here in Philadelphia, we had a, a transit strike, so. None, none of my students could come to school, so basically we had like extra prep days, and I had the the stream on in the background the whole day, so I was able to catch most of it. And maybe you had a similar experience to me, Dave, but I found that the first day of the Swiss was really interesting. I think there was a good deck diversity. I think that there was a really good example of uh, good play on stream, like particularly go watch uh, Scantrell game uh, versus Ryan Wood, which I think was one of the best games played at Worlds. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was just a whole lot of really, really good Thrones play that showed the diversity of the game in a good way. But I do agree with Craven that the cut, except for that first top 16 game, which Sam Bratz played, uh, I don't remember who Sam played, I apologize. Um, but that was a really good game that had a lot of good back and forth. Two interesting decks were playing against each other. Uh, after that, it was all just snowball, snowball, snowball. Uh, that Steve Simone game was just unfun to watch. The Ryan Jones game in the top four wasn't very fun to watch. And then, of course, Joe's game, uh, well, I think, do we want to talk about the sort of final together? Like, cause that was like, that was also not particularly fun to watch on several different levels. Mm. Uh, so I think that the second day didn't show the game off very well. It was a very polarizing experience for me. I really, I came into the final day excited to watch the cut, and then the cut kind of just consistently disappointed me. Both the players that I was cheering for didn't win, and the games that they showcased were dull. Yep, I agree. The majority of the stuff on the second day was yeah too snowbally for me. A lot of, a lot of things made up relatively quickly. A couple of good plays, but also some pretty unforgivable mistakes for people on the screen. 
that are on the stream at that level. So uh, that's sad. But yeah, and it, it really kind of knocked me off kilter a bit because I was so excited for Starlek, and then I watched that and I was just like, oh, am I going to have to play against Lannister all day at Starlek and have a really poo time? But hopefully we won't. I mean, we've got the Lanny box, so it should be slightly more diverse, even if it's just <laughs> people exactly. playing lots of different Lannister. I like that. <laughs> oh, it's all right, we're not going to play Lannister. We've got the Lanny box. Yeah, the Lanny box doesn't seem as good as the cards they've already got, though. So a couple mm. of people who like playing Lannister will, will move into the new types of Lannister. And a couple of people might play anti-Lannister decks, because you know there's going to be so much Lannister. Uh, and I think Europe are going to be slightly less keen on the Lanny train anyway. But, you know, UK Nationals is full of it, so... Uh, who knows? Um, I just want to echo what Roy said about uh, the Scantrell game with uh, UK's own Ryan Wood. That was fantastic. That was a really good game. I really enjoyed watching that, and it's a shame that all of the games couldn't have been like that. Sam Bratz's game again, yeah, also, that was that was really good fun. Um, I'm really, really sort of disappointed that we didn't get to see uh, Ryan Jones kind of open up a little bit. He spent the whole game really just being 2.0'd and not getting getting off to a, a flying start. And that was a shame because uh, I haven't seen him play before. And uh, I've heard such wonderful things about him from you, Dave. But he is a wonderful man. But we missed, we didn't get a chance to see his deck really do anything because, uh, well, like I said, he got 2.0'd out of there. So it's a shame. It was kind of sad because obviously we were Team Ryan and then Ryan got knocked out by Ryan Jones. So we were Team Ryan. Yeah, and then Ryan the got knocked out by Giovanni, and we were just like, oh, well, we've got to root for the Tommy. European now, so we'll be Team Giovanni, and then he lost in the final. <laughs> like, for fuck's oh, yeah. sake! <laughs> From now on, Dave, I'm just going to support the uh, the people I want to lose. Now I think I th- it's easier that way. <laughs> now I think about it, Craven, you do this all the time, don't you? Yep. Yeah. I was about to say, this is my curse. <laughs> Whenever I say this person's got it in the bag, they lose. Because you said it about Whammer in the top four at Norwich, and then you said it about me in the final at Norwich, and Marco yeah. beat us both. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so, okay, yeah. if you guys do commentate on Starlek, Craven, can you just leave my game, please? Like, if I oh, no, definitely not. I will, no, definitely. Um, we're we're going to be cheering for you, and uh, <laughs> in the... It, preferably in the finals, yeah, but yeah. Uh, we'll definitely be there. So I'll back you the whole way, buddy. <laughs> to the hills. <laughs> you think I'm going to let that uh, ret- regular guest comment slide? <laughs> oh no! You've made a powerful enemy. <laughs> okay, so uh, other stuff out of worlds. Um, Ryan put in another fantastic effort in the uh, in the melee. He took second, and apparently it came down to a. Um, uh, whose power icon is going to be removed by Nymeria, that player will lose. Um, and the Minnesotan player, whose name was Tim Sherm? Yes, playing Starkfieldsy, won the game, and Ryan came second. Which does make Ryan a overall world champion. Not that that means anything anymore. Sorry, Ryan. But congratulations all the same. Yeah, good job, man. Yeah, you know, yeah very you were, good run. If you were this good, like four years ago, you'd have a card sign. So... Nice <laughs> <laughs> but that just puts another card design into the Cornish Paramore group chat, or at least a card design that should exist but doesn't exist because now Ryan's got one, and uh, and Reese has one which doesn't exist, uh, and Tagore has one that doesn't exist, and Vince has <laughs> one that we assume at some point he's going to make, but he hasn't given us any indication that he will. <laughs> I've so, got one, but they left my name off the bottom of the card. But yep. I have got one. Peel's a two-time uh, Call of Cthulhu champion. Well, you know, you that, didn't want to brag. That the UK leads the world in imaginary card designs? We have three 
overall championships without card designs, yes. Okay, there you go. Yep. That's an accomplishment for your uh, for your country and your people. I, thank you, you know what? Roy. We have to take the little ones. Um, <laughs> on such a small little island, any little victory we get, we have to take. <laughs> it just perfectly encapsulates Brit- like British culture. Like our best days are behind us, and if you hold us against the, uh, you know. The criteria of days gone by, we're pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Our history, best history in the world. Yeah. Future isn't so optimistic. We're just sitting here rattling our sabers like, oh, the empire. But there isn't an empire anymore. Yeah, but if there was one, but there isn't. We have been doing that for the last, like, what, year, haven't we? Since last Starlight. Like, oh, our first edition. We were good at that. We knew what we were doing. <laughs> yeah. Now, we now my red coat's all stained <laughs> and, uh, Covered in beer sad. and Jaffa cakes. It is. <laughs> yeah. Neil, that reminds me. Find your red shirt and wash and it inside cake. the Starlek. And then get some Jaffa cakes. <laughs> <laughs> and also bring them to Starlek. Alright, okay. But mostly the Jaffa cakes at the moment. <laughs> definitely the red shirt, but also definitely the Jaffa cakes. I might Ooh. get you some um, iron on Craven's favour kind of uh, sleeve bands to put on your shirts. <laughs> oh, yeah. Wherever I want, I'm not there. What I want is. Um, you know, like the fake tattoo sleeves you get. Yeah. Can you get me one of them with Craven's favour and like a big heart? I'll try. And I just wear that like a fake tattoo. I don't really want to get a real tattoo just for Star Trek, but like no, a fake like... tattoo. That'd be cool. Yeah. Okay. Uh, is there anything else from Worlds that we want to cover? Not really. The longer it went on, the more of a sour taste it's left on my mouth. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, if you do want to go, you can listen to the excitement drip and out of our commentary as the night goes along. <laughs> and the, the <laughs> amount of views goes up, and I switch to sadness wine, and teal, uh, peel disappears, and it's just, you know, it increasingly... At the beginning, it's a fun shit show. At the end, it's a bit of a melancholy, closing the bar, end of the night... Sort of thing, so it's certainly an experience. One I was glad to have. <laughs> it was you can also it. witness us be completely uh, hypocritical about Throne of um, Crown of Gold. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. I won't give any spoilers, but um, if you watch the final and the semi-final, you will see two very different reactions to um, <laughs> exactly. an off-complained element of that deck, exactly um, and I make no apologies for it. <laughs> it was. It was great, the reaction on both guys. Um, I've never seen someone go from such dismay to such joy in such a short amount of time. Fantastic. <laughs> do, you, do you know what the um, the worst part of Worlds was for me? You were uh, uh, No, I, I couldn't be there because of work, but um, the, which, which did suck. I wasn't know. there. Uh, that, that also made me sad, because if we'd seen Peel on the stream, that would have been a lot of fun. Uh, but <laughs> the main thing is, and, and this would have happened if Peel was there, was that <laughs> when we were watching the stream... We kept seeing people we knew, but they wouldn't dance for us. Yeah. Even Tiggles, and he has his own hashtag, Wiggle for Tiggles. <laughs> and I could see Tiggles there, and we were screaming at him, and I was texting him. And then uh, we text Sam Bratz, nudge, nudge Tiggles, make him dance, make him dance. And then I text the SoCal guys, and they wouldn't, they weren't there, they couldn't make Tiggles dance. Um, and it was just a shit show, really. <laughs> So, There's uh, a question. Nate, Danny, um, Evan, if any of you FFG employees are listening to this, which I hope you are, not not at work at least, um, <laughs> please, please make it like when there are British commentators on alternate streams, please make all the Europeans dance for us. <laughs> like my heart goes out to you. <laughs> 
You owe us this. Mm. It's time. the least they can do. That's the least they can do. Yeah, we haven't it had is. spoilers in a while either, so... Uh... We don't aim high, you know, <laughs> we're, not, we're not aiming for much, we just want a little bit of a wiggle on a, on a stream. Just a, a tiny little dance, a shaking of the shoulders is, is fine. You can even do jazz hands, we'll accept it. Yeah, okay. Okay, so, um, as a transition point into talking about Starlock, uh, Joshua Chambers, a friend of the cast, he came on, He's the guy that uh, plays really terrible decks and then accidentally won Blackwater when he left his deck on his table. Um, and he wrote a Facebook post this morning and uh, I've been asked to read it out on the cast. Well, I volunteered to read it out on the cast. And he said, I'd like to preface this by con- offering congratulations to our new world champions, GGWP. Now on to the meat of the matter. World sucked. I've watched boring, homogenous builds dominate all the games I love. Last night I thought we might at least on a high note, but it wasn't to be in regards to the X-Wing. So it looks to me, at least, like we have issues across all systems. This isn't an FFG please restrict OP post. This is a call to action. I would like to address all the Joshers in the world. Hey guys, get to work on this. It's up to you. It's up to you to find new angles. These builds may be the best possible in their respective systems, so change the game on them. Don't play by their rules. Make them play your game. They probably won't understand how to play. Yes, I know it's a big ask, but we aren't we aren't alone. We have all of the Rosses of the world, all of the Helens and the Rowans. Let's do it, guys. And there's 19 likes, and now it's 20 likes. I forgot to like it. So there we go. 21! <laughs> yes! Okay, so um, basically, yeah, if it's broke, try and fix it. Um, which I won't be doing. I'm playing Lancer Starlock, like, obviously. I want to win this thing. Um, so... <laughs> So, Lenny Wolf for the win. Yeah, go on, Roy. Um, we'll go to the other people, but tell us about Starlek. What's uh, what? What are you excited about for Starlek? And and what's like the American perspective of Starlek? Tell us all about well, it. Well, I mean, the American perspective at this point is, I mean, it depends on the American you ask. But for 1.0 players, Starlek is the real world championship. I would say probably we're following it as closely, if not uh, more uh, more closely than we do Worlds. I think the prestige at Starlek at this point is probably. Higher than the World Championship, uh, simply because it's the largest of the championships in the world. So I think a lot of people are really interested. And I think for people, at least from my perspective, I am excited to see two things. One, I think Europeans tend to build, to sort of force diversity more than the American meta. I think that uh, just the way in which, since you have so many sort of deck archetype, or is it archetype, archetype? Builders, yeah, yeah. you know, innovators would be the better term, I guess. That in the European, uh, in the European meta, than you have in America. I think, I think the U.S. tends to have some of the best refiners in the world. I mean, that's not, and in North America. I mean, that's not criticizing great deck builders like John, uh, uh, Dark Naj, and and people like Aaron or or John Wright. But I think overall, there's more innovators in in Europe, and we have much better refiners here. And so it's going to be. I think there's going to be more deck diversity in Stalic and in its cut. And I think that there are people out there who have sort of figured out how to target Lannister. And, I mean, of course, it's also people I think are also really excited because it's the first major Lanny Box tournament, right? So Reigns of Castamere will be legal, and it'll be interesting to see what people are able to do with that agenda. Will it shake it up? Will it? Is it too too close to Stalic to really shake it up? So I think that's what people are really looking at. They're looking at the fact that there's a lot, a lot of innovators in Europe, and they're going to be bringing their A game for this probably the most prestigious tournament in the world. And then, on the other hand... Uh, there's this new card that is really going to reshape the meta, and people want to see, going into the store championship in North America, how we can take these decks from Europe 
and refine them and turn them into garbage that everyone's going to complain about on stream. <laughs> Fantastic. Okay. Um, I'm actually uh, I've got a Facebook conversation going with Johnny right at the moment, and uh, I just mentioned oh, you've been mentioned on banter already, and he's very pleased. So uh, thank you, Roy, for making a man. I'm sure I'm sure the SoCal guys will yell at me though for referring to uh, Stalic as more prestigious than Worlds, but <laughs> well, they can I can take it. Yeah. Uh, go on then, Craven. As you're not going to be this this year, sadly, and I've had to sell your uh, sell your bed to a token 2.0 player, um, who is lovely. You know, not not going to say he's not, uh, but you know, and it probably, it's probably the best we have a token 2.0 player. You know, we don't want to yeah. see like elitists. Um, but, but me to be given away for a diversity quota. I mean, that's <laughs> the world we live in. Okay, so uh, you tell us, Starlet. Well, I feel like when I'm in Starlock, I'm standing in, I'm standing in the pages of an 18th century horror novel, but in, <laughs> in the nice way. I'm standing in a, you know, a castle on a, on a, the misty hill, looking over a, a winding German river, cobbled streets. It's, it's very nice. It's very um, atmospheric. I mean, it's ruined really by everyone sort of chanting and shouting shit and, and falling down hills and stuff. But for that <laughs> moment, when you look down into the, the quaint little village, it's it's wonderful. So yeah, but I, I assume you wanted more Thrones-based opinion, did you? Oh no, uh, both, anything, either, all. Well, I I think um, I was thinking about this uh, this earlier on today, um, and um, I don't want to sound all salty and like super defeatist, and I really like Josh's uh, message, uh, the idea of if everyone bands together and and tries to break away from groupthink, it will will open the matter up and. Yeah, of course it will. It'll be more fun. But it's probably not going to happen, unfortunately. Um, if you go to Starlick and you aren't running uh, Lannister cards in your deck, then you are playing playing on hard mode. And whilst that can be commended, you aren't going to get any extra points for it. Um, so just, I think, before you decide what you're going to take, be honest with yourself. You have to recognise that Lannister are more powerful. Their cards are better. Um, Lannister cards in the deck means the cards you're drawing are probably going to be better pound for pound than the cards that you're, your opponent's drawing um, and Worlds is a perfect example of that the, the the final game in Worlds wasn't wasn't won by you know a, a better player, it was won by a person that had better cards in the deck and that's because they were red ones um, and I'm not, that's not meant to sound bitter and like I'm having a pop it's just basically how I see it at the moment um, so I, I think it's a real shame that Valor's not going to be legal. I think a tournament of this size, uh, we, we've had enough of this this version of 2.0 now. It's about time the, the big dog came back and we had that plot. But unfortunately, it's not going to be there. So um, it's going to be much of the same, unfortunately, I reckon. I'm actually... You know what is going to be there? What? I'm going to be there. I'm Go going on. to destroy Lannister. I'm not going to put Lannister cards in my deck because they're the better house. Sod that. I didn't do it. For, I didn't choose houses based on that. They're boring, so I will choose fun cards. And I will go with the most wind-up tactics I can possibly get my fingers on and just kind of like spend the whole game staring at them, winding them up. Because I feel like that's the only way I'm ever going to achieve anything. And yes, you don't get extra prizes for playing it on hard mode. You get an extra sense of accomplishment, and I think I'd like that this year. It'd be nice if everyone felt that way, Peel. I really do genuinely mean that, but I just I don't think that people will. No, God, no. We're going to be playing mostly the stuff. But, hey-ho, um, what if we build to combat it? 
Well, I was thinking about this earlier on as well, and that's a common thing. You can build to combat Lannister. And there's, you know, there's cards and there's, there's things you can put in your deck which will, will help. Of course they are. But you need to draw them and hope you're drawing them at the right time. Um, because there isn't a deck full of cards which can combat Lannister. There's bits and bobs you can put in which will be good against them. Meanwhile, the deck with all the Lannister cards in it is always drawing good cards. So if you're lucky and you see the answers before you know, they see pretty much anything... Then yeah, of course it will combat it, but it won't be consistent. Okay. Um, on the topic of valor not being legal, um, this does sound a bit barbaric, but I'm actually kind of pleased it isn't. Uh, simply okay. for the fact that by the time it was getting to be quite obvious that valor wasn't going to be legal, like I didn't have time to practice with it. Like I mean, I can let my like instincts and practice from first edition take over, but it's a very different card. Not very different, but it's a different card. I've played like three games proxying it, um, mm. and it wasn't very comfortable. Just straight out the gates, they were weird decks. In fairness, but like, I felt more comfortable. Like yeah, Crocodile Hammers had no chance, no no like qualms in just beating me around the park with a uh, with my actual probable Starlight deck, um, which hasn't been built with Valor in mind. It just walked all over it. Um, so, although in the past I've always been of the the, uh, the argument that yeah, as soon as a card is out, it should be legal, um, and I want to see restricted lists legal. You know, the day they hit, you know, the minute they hit, that is it. That's the meta. Because in the past I've been really good at dealing with change very quickly, because I can throw yeah. together a deck thinking right, this is the meta, throw it together, no practice, and play it well. Um, with a card as better defining as valor, that's not going to be so easy. Um, when I've not played, when I've played with it once since Starlek last year, it's not gonna be quite so easy. Um, although on the topic of Valor, I have just built a deck with Valor in it because I've built my first edition deck today for the Sunday event, Ooh. and that's oh, lovely. Yeah, good old Doran Solar, come out for a play. Would you like to play I'd... Greyjoy Sales again, Peel? I'd like to play Hollow Hill though. You want to play Targ Hollow Hill? Yeah. Okay, sure. What is life? Fucking hell. Where are all those cards? Oh, God. <laughs> I'm glad I just... Oh, Hollow Hill. I'm glad I just didn't build Greyjoy's sails for you this morning. No, well, because I'm going to play Greyjoy in the uh, in the Joust. Mm, so. True. Okay. And I, I'm, I'm playing Greyjoy in the Joust for, for Craven. I'm going to play Greyjoy Winter and I'm going to win Craven. Oh, my... <laughs> I will buy you the castle. That offer still stands. <laughs> <laughs> if like an annual thing. So if Peel wins, Stalak, you're going to buy... Peel the castle. I will. Well, I, I will give Peel the castle. I will make an yeah. offer. If I, I don't sell, then I'll, I'll have to consider taking it. But um, <laughs> <laughs> you could. <laughs> hey, I marched up that hill holding a whole crate of beers. Nothing yeah. can conquer me now. <laughs> <laughs> it was very brave of you. I instantly regretted it. <laughs> That's yeah. I, I don't even want to carry my bag up there anymore. Like it's it's horrible that climb. Horrible. Waffle was trying to convince me to take my accordion, and it was like, firstly, that's such a hassle on the plane. Secondly, <laughs> I'm not carrying it up that fucking hill. Oh, God, no, I was like, I'll carry it. It's like, really? You'll carry yeah. it? It's you heavier know than that you. You're not an ant. so heavy. It's so <laughs> heavy. <laughs> it's like bigger than I am. Even yeah. now. Okay. Having heard from Sandy, I'm surprised no one's died getting up and down that hill. Uh, People have fallen like... and hurt themselves badly, but they haven't died. 
the thing yeah, about it, it, Sam... genuinely, it's coming down the hill, which is a problem, because you're usually yeah. drunk, and it's pitch black. There's no lights, and it's also muddy, so that is yeah. a point, actually. I need to buy some... Uh, I need to find some, like, cheap-ish walking boots. Like, you know the ones with the extra tread and all that stuff? Mm. I'm going to try and get my hands on some of them just for walking up and down that castle. Actually... Some crampons and pitons would be a good idea as well. Yeah. I actually haven't seen or spoken to Sandy since the end of the joust at Starlight two years ago. So, as far as I'm aware, he's dead. Like, I, like, I didn't see him for the rest of the weekend. Um, he hasn't been posting <laughs> on Card Game VTB. Like, I don't have him on Facebook. There was a picture of him went up somewhere um, a few months ago. I, I remember looking at it thinking, oh, that's Sandy. So, um, he is around. Okay. He was at my, uh, he was at Thrones Toberfest this year. Oh, he, uh, he played a deck that uh, we built the morning of out of his misplaced Targaryen cards, and he did okay. He went, he broke even. Oh god! So, uh, on the topic of misplaced cards, uh, I introduced a friend to the Call of Cthulhu LCG a couple of weeks ago, and I tried to give. Why them... would you do that? It, it's dead. I, I know, but There's like, the new one. it's fun. No, no, yeah, but it's fun. So I was just like, let's play this because we really like Eldritch Horror, and he's like, okay, we'll play it, see what it's like, and it's still a fun game. Uh, but I gave them what was. Crocodile Hammers' deck, except I didn't. I gave them all the spare cards from the factions Hammers was playing. So he's just like, why are all these cards in this deck? They're so bad, and there's no synergy. <laughs> and it was literally just a pack of spare cards. And I was just like, that deck's terrible. What's Hammers done to his deck? God. <laughs> it was so functional, like, three days ago. So, uh, yeah, be careful. <laughs> Shockingly, he didn't like it. <laughs> Alright, um, any final... Oh, the last one, prize support for Starlack. Have you seen it? I've seen I all sorts. Sweet. Yeah. So there's the uh, the wooden deck boxes for Top of House. Mm. They're swag. Uh, there's the Starlack mat. Have you seen that with uh, Thomas Shepard's yeah. Eckhart? Oh man, what with dragons on yeah. the, doing the castle? Yeah. Man, that, that's so good. It's so nice. Yeah. Um, and then uh, FFG have put together some uh, prize support for it. It's the... Uh, they've sent over Jon Snow's and Night's Watch House cards, which they gave away at Gen Con. Uh, which does make sense, because Gen Con and Starlek are technically equivalent. Um, and what else is there? There's some very shitty Iron Throne power tokens, which we won't talk about. Uh, uh. House cards for Top of Faction, so you win Ooh. Top of Faction and you get double prizes. Um, the melee mat is uh, some sort of uh, Blackwater Bay-inspired art. Possibly the art off the new Tyrion's chain. Yes, now I think I it think is. Think about it. Yeah. Um, but the joust mat is the uh, in the name of your king art with mm. Robert and uh, the Hound of the Mountain fighting. Oh my god, that mat's so cool. I yeah. want it's it. It's pretty awesome. I want Gimli. It. Yeah. And well, at the moment, like my second favorite mat is my world's joust mat. Uh, soon, it might be that. Okay then, uh, shall we go on to our Lions review? Yes. Okay. I think we shall. We're going to do it quick fire, so we're not going to read the cards. It's going to be, you know, by the time a lot of you listen to this, you'll have already seen all the cards. The pack came out about a week last before. Thursday. Yeah, last Thursday, so a week before this airs. Um, if you haven't read the cards by now, pause this, uh, stop your car, read the cards, <laughs> turn it back on. Uh, there's so many of them, 52. Yeah, so we're not going to do them, we're just going to go title, and then we're all going to go around and read, uh, and and give like a quickfire, um, a quickfire opinion of that, or its art, or its place in the meta, or anything. Um, 
And there's one or two of the cards, if somebody wants to, we'll go into in a bit more detail and we'll get to them when we want to. Uh, and now, I forgot to tell you this, guys, before, but what I'm intending to do is six months from now, uh, going back over the box and were we completely wrong about everything, were we spot on about Ooh. something, Ooh, uh, and how have like the cards actually shaped the meta since then? Because, whilst you, you know, you can do a chapter back in quite detail, but with so many cards, we can't do much detail on these. And they're, they're evergreen, so uh, their impact will often be felt much further along than a chapter pack card. So uh, we'll do Wolves when we have an off week, and then uh, we'll do Lavani box uh, six months from now. We up for that? Yep. Sounds great to me. Good. And if Roy, Roy, if you play your cards back right, we'll even invite you back. Yay. Okay. <laughs> All right. Got to get my cards right. Okay. So, Cersei Lannister. Brilliant for Melee. All right for Joust. Makes you play Lannister somewhat differently than Lannister's played... Right now, so I like her. Has different art than the first one. <laughs> I was going to comment on the art. I was going to say not as fit as the Megali one. Oh man, nothing <laughs> yeah. as fit as the Megali one. No, yeah. I mean, this is the better than the corset art. I'd say. Yeah. 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 She looks less dirty than the corset one, though. Yeah, but she looks. Uh, the corset one is dirty in like a bad way. <laughs> Whereas the Megali one is dirty in a you'd forgive her anything way. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> We're it's learning true. a lot about Craven here. Um, yeah, perhaps too much. Tyrion Lannister. Well, he's obviously not as good as the original one, because that's the best card in the game. But this is still brilliant and fun. Fun? Better art than the corset. I'd rather feed the birds. <laughs> Ooh. I think... Go on, sorry. Oh, no. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, I think Rowan's very excited about this. Um, I like him. He's fun. He's the art from Corset First Edition, uh, which is always not... No, not Corset. Yeah, Corset First Edition. Um, and I think he in- opens up a really interesting new deck type and diversifies Lanny decks, which is lovely. Sir Kevin Lannister. Oh, if only he had a naval icon. Um, <laughs> but yeah, otherwise he's exactly the same, isn't he? Um, and he was brilliant before... He's brilliant now. Um, probably costs a bit much, though. I would have thought maybe five, but yeah. All the milk of the poppies. That's my comment. That's nice. Nice comment. Mm-hmm. All the reducers. Oh, peel. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I ain't got anything about him. He's a Lannister card. You know I'm not going to like him. Did the first edition version recur attachments? No. No, he didn't. Okay, I was going to say, I never used him to get an attachment back in my life. (laughs) But he was. I I don't know if he had small council either in the first edition. I don't think he had that. But but he was also. He wasn't just martial. It comes into play, so you could do more shenanigans with him in in, uh, first edition. And it was when he leaves play as well. Yep. But he was also a limited response, which is like the second edition equivalent of uh, kneeling your house card. First edition equivalent of kneeling your house card. Um, I used him in my Starlek melee deck to get my trebuchets back to put behind all my king's guard. Oh, that was such a good deck! <laughs> yes. I have my moments, friends. Um, that actually won a little award from some Italian people who I've never met. Marco told me. I was very proud of that. I have yeah, a... Half signed copy of the white book for Glazer because he won a prize on the podcast, <laughs> and so we had a copy of the white book that Peel and I signed, 
and then uh, I didn't see Craven and I lost it. So somewhere in my house, <laughs> there is an errant copy of the White Book Agenda that's been signed by Peel and I. Well, what we need to do is, cause we need to meet up so we can swap over promos anyway, because you've yeah. got a load for me. What I'll do is, I will sign my copy of the White Book, give it to you, you can then sign it with Peel and yourself, yeah. and then send that one to Glazer. That makes more sense. Did Wama give you guys the promos I gave for gave him at Gen Con? Uh, no. I haven't had any promos from New York, I don't think. Ooh. What were they? Wama's been exposed. He's sold them all. <laughs> they, were, uh, they were from our Dance of Dragons. They were the, the confiscations. No, he hasn't. And he did give me a stack of promos as well. So he's creamed some off the top. <laughs> when revealed. <laughs> Bloody shyster. When revealed, discard all my promos, the bastard. <laughs> That's going to be yeah. Wama's yeah, yeah, return anyway. to shadows. <laughs> If you win Stalic. <laughs> that shifty moustache. Bastard. <laughs> Timmit, so, son of Timmit. <laughs> Timmit, son of Timmit. Right, bear with me. I am reading these as I'm going. I'm doing a peel, I'm sorry. Um, oh. Yeah, he's pretty good. Um, and he's getting... Awfully shirty over what appears to be a couple of turnips and some cheese. <laughs> uh, fuck this card, I hate it. More kill? No. No, no, no. No. He. Gone, Bill. Okay. Um, Is that it, Bill? That is literally my input, yeah. I'm going to make a fart sound at him, and then he can go away and never come back again. The uh, best part about this is, in fact, the art, as you pointed out, Craven. But not for the reason that you said. The reason that Joshua Kairos is actually at Starlight this year. So uh, he can sign it for me, and I'll be pleased. Oh, get him to sign one for me. Hmm. I wonder how popular clansmen are going to be in the long run. I don't think we're giving this guy enough credit. This card is fucking superb. Oh, yeah, he's really good. Oh, yeah. He's just going to be horrible when I go up against him. And There's he no attacking my... alone restriction, none of that bollocks. No. It's just he has to be doing it. And he's obviously going to be surrounded by clansmen when he does it. It's yeah. not claim replacement. So, this is claim too, isn't it? Even, even if he's attacking on his own, get rid of a charge. This is fucking brilliant. Oh, it doesn't matter if he's if he's attacking alone. He can still kill like a five coster. It's you control, not the our participation. Oh, oh my god! Yeah, okay, yeah. I didn't even see that. This is superb. This oh. is really, really good. It's fine. He's only what like four strength, so he's never going to be able to force through a military challenge in uh, Lannister with him. He'll be fine. You know, they're terrible at military challenges. That's one of their themes. Right? Yeah, isn't it? <laughs> Yeah, I think it was in the call set. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, then they printed this mountain card, right? Yeah, <laughs> I were way underrated the mountain when we got to that episode. I we all, I it. was so I called wrong. it. I told you he was good. Yeah, yeah. I was sat in a hotel in Birmingham and I was like, "Ha, he's wag. He's terrible." <laughs> he wasn't terrible. He's a bloody <laughs> asshole. <laughs> that card. Let's, let's move on to a card that is going to cause fewer fits, which is Sir Jamie Lannister. Finally, well not finally, but it's always nice to see some Danish artwork rocking up. Mm-hmm. We are spoilt for that, this, this uh, release, aren't we? Um, yeah, fantastic. Really, really good. 
And it's Kingsguard. Yeah. Oh, I think this is a waste of perfectly good art. This card's terrible. Kingsguard Jamie is always a good Jamie. I agree with Roy. He's, I think he's crap. He, he you got to have a critical mass of knights and then only attack with them one at a time to get any use out of his renown. When the other Jamie has just as conditional renown but better anyway. Uh, and you're going to have to have a lot of Kingsguard characters without intrigue icons to make his second ability worth using. And what have we got? We've got Jamie, but he's got King. He's got a uh, he's got an intrigue icon. Yeah, but for some of us, lots of Kingsguard isn't a problem, Dave. This suggests Kingsguard fun is round the corner. Yeah, well, at the moment, I think he sees exactly zero play. Um, and in the future, like yeah, you have to build around him. And even then, I don't think he's as good as the other Jamie. Who also you know what, Dave? I'm starting to think people like you are part of the problem. <laughs> yeah. Well, I told you, I'm playing Lannister at Stalag. Like, it's happening. He's tryharding at Stalag. Wasn't yeah. that clear from the... Hey, you got if you want to win it. I want a card design. I want to make Champion of the Sun. Sun, 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 sun. <laughs> the song everywhere. <laughs> okay. Tywin Lannister. Uh, really good fun, but... um. It's called Tywin Lannister, isn't he? So you're going to be playing this if you have been dared to, or your actual copies of Tywin have been, I don't know, like lost in the toilet. That's um, a shame, but it's good fun. I think this card will lead to someone getting punched in the face at some point, but other than that, it's not uh, not a very good card. Fun, though. Craven's right. Don't, I can't see it replacing the other one. <laughs> just Bill's comments and input is just exhaling. <laughs> so much Lannister. It's the Lannister box. <laughs> yeah, take I a know. Seat. Sit down, Bill. This is how this works, right? It's a Lannister Deluxe expansion, so <laughs> unfortunately, there's going to be more. But each time, it's just kind of like, no. Also, I wouldn't replace my Tywin with this Tywin, so... P.O., you said this isn't a Greyjoy card? <laughs> no, not really. That'd not really at all. He's got Pillage. Yeah. Well, it would be nice to have a horse in a Greyjoy card, because as it would we be. know, they, <laughs> they don't have horses. In the horse world, uh, horse table. Um, horse, <laughs> horse, their cavalry is not their prime, let's be honest. Um, far from to run around, is it? Horses of the sea! <laughs> <laughs> Seahorses, that's the one. <laughs> Seahorses, that'd be no use to anybody. <laughs> Which was a big thing. the sea. Just flap about. <laughs> see, I like this Tywin, and I think he will see play, because I think it's going to be inevitable that uh, player pressure is going to put the old Tywin on the restricted list. Like, we've seen it, we've seen it thousands of times. It may take until the last back ever, but Tywin <laughs> is going on the restricted list. He is, uh, he's more of a problem now than the Red Viper was ever. Which is saying yeah. something. Like there were, yeah. like you could, I don't know, you could march the viper. The viper was super easy to march. Like you could cancel his saves. You could do this. You could do that. But oh, time was such a ball ache. And um, at that point, there will be a deck that plays this Tywin, and whatever else goes on the list with the other Tywin. And then he will be just as irritating, but for a completely different reason. Look at that body! Oh, five for five, bike on. Whoa. 
It's a fantastic card, and I wouldn't give it. I wouldn't care about losing to sort of shenanigans triggered off this because it's 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 just a bit more interactive, isn't it? You're actually doing something rather than just going, "Huh, set that card up, get fucked." Right? Yeah. This card actually, you know, has has something to it. It's got a little bit of personality. Um, it's fun. Until you say that now, seven cost on the top of your deck, and the mountain swings for military challenge. Yeah, that's that's the moment. That's the moment where this card stops being fun. The first time, you know, that it goes off at the mountain, you'll hate this card. <laughs> now, the first time, you'll be like, oh, well played, well played. Very nice, very nice. <laughs> the second time, you go, this is fucking bullshit. <laughs> it's way too consistent. You can't even green dreams against it so easily. Come on. <laughs> okay. Cella, daughter of Czech. Okay. Cella, daughter of Czech. Um... Well, it's nice to see the art back. It's good art. Um, And also, I am definitely going to produce ear tokens to sell. (laughs) How are you going to get those ear tokens, Craven? (laughs) Yeah, but then I sort of quit thrones and stuff, didn't I, for a bit. So making little ears out of plastic fell to the bottom of my to-do list. Um, (laughs) But now I'm back, and it's gone right to the top. You do a lot of uh, wargaming in the middle, though, didn't you? Like, you've been making a lot of, like, wargames figures and shit, so you must be pretty handy with uh, your converting tools and your green stuff and stuff, right? Absolutely, mate, yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, you heard it here first. I know um, Will has made some uh, tokens, didn't he? Didn't he? He made some, uh, like, poison things, didn't he? Mm-hmm. In the old he white did. book. So we've got to get on the uh, accessories game. Um, and I'm, I'm staking my claim. Ear tokens are coming. Uh, the card's all right, by the way. Um, yeah, she's, she's fine. Um, but ear tokens. Mm. Pay up. I might have them ready for Starlink. I, I won't have them ready for Starlink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think I'm going to be ready for Starlink, let alone some ear tokens. <laughs> if people I... really want ear tokens for Starlink, I will just get you some, like, ears <laughs> and stick them in the post uh, as placeholders. My, um, my leave for Starlink was approved this morning. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's cutting it fine. Game day decision. <laughs> yeah. Like, my boss has been away for three weeks, and before that, HR wasn't working, and before that, like, my leave wasn't, like, correct on the system, and before that, like, I was in a different job. So it's just been chaos the entire Do time. Do you book your leave through Adelphi? No. Oh, I was about to say, because there might be somewhere we could work out where we could approve each other's leave. There must be one that. You can't have that off, Craven. That's lovely. Yeah. Yes, that's fine. Come and see me. Okay then, Roy. What do you think, T'Challa? Ward. Oh yeah, shit. <laughs> Peel. You. Oh, I would on, like Roy. to pre-order. We've got, we got more than Ward. <laughs> he hangs out of Glazer, so I doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a lot of what he says. Yeah. Go on, the Peel. I would like to pre-order some ear tokens, Craven. Hey, mate, you can have them for free. Mm. <laughs> okay, um, I think she's she's brilliant, but she's not quite like the terrifying grim machine that everyone seems to think she is. Like, people are crying in their milk with, um, with like, the combo with her and Ski... Uh, what's the agenda? Reigns and uh, Wildfire and, like, and Trial by Combat and all these combos and things. I mean, it's like, it won't be that bad. It won't be that bad. I'm saying that. It will be totally that bad. But it won't be if that you, consistent. If fine. you get her off on a range turn and wildfire someone and put a bunch of ear tokens on her, more power to you. Like, that's the kind of... 
combo we need more of in this game. Yeah, and it's a that very clansman combo as well. Yes. That was just yeah, like it's a big, they were like in It's a Shagalov Axe's job, isn't it? Mm. Now I'm going to do this. Aha! If yeah, you're playing Clansman Reigns of Castamere, you deserve to get that combo to go off. Yeah. So. <laughs> um, and this is also a good um, example of how much better the art looks on second edition cards. Because on a first edition card, like she looked fine, like it was decent art, but it looks a lot better on this. It's much nicer. She's actually quite attractive. Mm, I'll give her one. No power. <laughs> There's something about that. that. A, a, a woman covered in scars with ears of like feathers hanging off of her, but you know, she's got a certain je ne sais quoi. See, I like a girl with a power icon. So, you know, <laughs> Dave, well, I, I wouldn't say no, but. <laughs> You don't say these sort of things in public, do you? <laughs> it does seem a bit dodgy the more the more you think about it, doesn't it? <laughs> well, she, she's got the intrigue icon, which is really you know what you really need from a long-term card, you know, partner is intrigue. So, you see, I like my women with a military icon and a pretty decent strength. So, uh... <laughs> <laughs> I can just imagine now Dave's out in the bars and he leans over, and he goes, "Hey, how you doing?" So. uh... What are your keywords? <laughs> is, is that a positive trait? <laughs> yeah. And when you're in Why play, you give me come, vigilance. <laughs> yeah. Come back to my place and we can reveal some plots. There's definitely a reason I'm single. <laughs> okay. So Gregor's Marauders. <sighs> right, sorry. Missed doing this. There. Right. Yeah. Uh, right. It's Tommy J again, isn't it? Good old art. Lovely. Um, he does love a big scene, doesn't he, Thomas? His art, it's always got, there's always a lot going on in his artwork. It's good. Um, oh, well, I want to like them, but I don't actually think they're that good. No? No. For me, it's the same thing I say every time. Ward. It's not a super critical card to lose to Ward. Not like Cella. Losing Cella would make you sad. It's still got that sweet intrigue icon that Stark loves having. Plus military for Stark. They Stark would love to steal this card from you. Mm, true. Peel. Pretty good for a Forgos. Um, nothing too spectacular, but. Probably have a couple of these in your deck on unique four costs. Do a little bit of damage. Intrigue icon's always a bit of fun. Peel, can I offer some some observations which might change your mind a little bit though? Which is mm-hmm. why I want to like them probably more than they deserve. What? I got pillage, right? Yeah, which is always yeah. fun. They've also got the raider trait. They do. Yeah. <laughs> I Does feel like mean? they're dangling this card to be Banner Greyjoy and working towards a mill deck because that raider trait, as we know from first edition. <laughs> Tends to pop up more often in our house than other people. It does. But a lot of pillage, I feel like they're trying to force this down a certain path. And I like. Why that. are they trying to force their Lannister on me? I don't want the Lannister on me. However, if yeah, I do have a banner to Lannister, I'll definitely have a couple of these in my deck. They're quite decent for what they are. So I feel like this is a definite like carrot towards some sort of mill deck. Um. Oh. But that may be me overstating the significance. Well, it definitely is me overstating the significance of the Raider trait, but it's definitely what is contributing to me liking them more than they deserve. 
having played a um, Greyjoy Banner Lion deck at Store Championships, which was basically three Gregor, three Euron, let's see what happens. Um, I'd be all over this guy in that deck. I'd be loving it. It's non-unique as well. that deck was really fun. <laughs> it was so, awesome. I mean, this is where the other Tyrant could come in. You'd lose, you'd lose the presence of Euron, which arguably probably isn't worth the trade-off. But um, just putting these in with the non-unique Greyjoy card that does pillage, Euron, and, you know, scattering a few extra bits of res pillage all over the place, sort of popping up. You could get a pretty effort going. And loop, now come on. Because loop is not non-loyal, right? Yeah, okay, so... Yeah, there you go. Maybe there's anti-Lannister tech right in front of us this whole time we didn't realise. <laughs> I like that uh, they're less bullshit than the brigands were, where they were just standing all the time. And they were massive. Yeah, that was daft. They were like bigger than anything else that existed ever. It's the same art, right? Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah that's why I made the comparison. They were four for five with the same icons. That's right, yeah. yeah. Yep. So you couldn't even survive them because they were huge. Oh, Savas. They caused me some drama, they did. <laughs> okay. They were a cruel card in Lanny Dark Wings. But anyway, that's a whole different game. You can't play them in Lanny Dark Wings. Oh, because there's no agenda, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot that's what the draw work pack was. Yeah, yeah uh, the drawback. Okay. You can't play an agenda in Lannister. Oh, no. <laughs> that's fine. That's you can, right. You can have on demand Castellan instead. Okay. Anyway, moving swiftly on. Shagger, son of Dolph. Um. Cheeky one, love. Oh, and it's Tiziano as well. <laughs> Tiziano with dreadlocks this time. So I don't know if you know, Roy, but we've identified that Tiziano Baracci's artwork is a succession of self-portraits. It is. He uses himself as a reference for all yeah. of his male faces, yeah. Yeah, but slightly sort of, you know, modified. And this is... Um, Some of them are slightly know, modified. Some of them Tiziano are with dreadlocks is always a, a Tiziano you want <laughs> yeah. to have in so your this is heavy metal Tiz. <laughs> Well, now I have to rate it. i got to give it a high rating, then. Heavy Metal Tiz is totally worth totally worth it. So, uh, Roy, please take Heavy Metal Tiz back to the White Books. I want that to spread. <laughs> oh, I will. I'll take it to Second Sons. That's the next one I'm recording. So it'll be on Second Sons tomorrow. Right? Tomorrow is when I'm recording? Yeah. So. <laughs> I, yes. Mm-hmm. Peel? I like the artwork a lot. General card-wise... He's got a bit of ambush. Okay. I think he's awesome. I really like his... Uh, I like the... Well, like... In a Klansman deck, he's great. Because zero-cost ambush. And, like, the downside probably isn't a massive downside most of the time. And it triggers Chella. And I really like the theme of just... Ah, chaos! Love it! Um, and uh, he also puts ear tokens on Chella, which is awesome. And so, you can uh, buy your ear tokens for your friendly local podcast. <laughs> Exactly. Um, <laughs> so I really like him. I think he's really fun. Now, I'm no expert on axe fighting. Yeah, I'm pretty good. I'm <laughs> but um, you dabble. The person here, um, that, that he's got a black. The guy that Shag is about to separate. He um, he's, it looks like a Martell sort of thing blazoned on his back, doesn't it? Yeah. Is that, would that be fair? It's like a sun. Carstark. Carstark. Have they yeah. got the silver suns? Whoever it is, they deserve to die. Look at him. He's trying to backhand block a battle axe <laughs> with, like, a, a longsword. 
what, what are you playing at, fella? You're never going to stop that. <laughs> Bloody backhand in it. Look ridiculous. He deserves to die. The car stars so, yeah, are a white sun on a black background, so I think that is who it's supposed to be. Um, and their, their and motto, tricks, their words, so... are the sun of winter. That's lame. Oh, get out. They're shit Starks, and Starks aren't very fun to begin with. That's one of, so oh, therefore they're my least favourite like <laughs> Heaven Metal Tears is going to mess you up, son. He is going to mess you up indeed. There yeah. we go. Yeah, Gabriel sadly, uh, sadly, regular <laughs> normal drawing Tears is not going to be at Starlux, so that describes Oh, that's a shame. Yeah. Okay, Tainer, 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 Merryweather? Her. Woman. <sighs> well, she's a companion. <laughs> and we all know what that means. We know what that means. Um, I reckon she's alright, but... Probably... She gains a bit of value in a post-Valor meta, where you may find your hands stuffed with dead bodies. Um, but... Eh, I don't think she's that great. I think she's a Shaga card, which makes sense as we just talked about Shaga. I mean, and she's non-loyal draw, so she's interesting. I don't know, but we'll see what people do with her, but she's interesting. She kind of does exactly really what she says on the tin. There's not really anything too amazing about her. She just, you know, does this. This could be useful if you want to use it. Do I want to use it? No. Well, then don't use her. There you go. Situation resolved. I think she's brilliant. I think everyone's brilliant. I do. I think she's absolutely brilliant. Um, there's no downsides to her at the moment, and there's this definite plus side in her traits, in that when Peel wins Starlek, you'll be able to include her in the uh, Bitches and Hoes deck. And True. Uh, <laughs> she's got... She's a decent stat line for a three-coster. Not terrible. She is a unique Lannister character, which means she turns on treachery. She is a lady Lannister character, which means she turns on the things we do for love, which is nice at that cost slot. And draw is always good, and cycling your cards is always good. Have you ever played Ashmark Knight? That card is the fucking tits. She's a shit version of that, which means her she's just regular tits. And <laughs> I think she's really good. Anything that allows me to draw more cards is good. Um, and Lannister likes to play events, and its event package is so tight that like it wants to play more events than it already does, so you know that means it runs lots, and this is good. Play it. I think it's really good. The only downside yeah. is first snow winter, but like you know, said about like any card. So yeah, Moon Brothers. Moon Brothers. Well, they already get a couple of ticks on the old dial because they're going to be that trait activates a lot of stuff which has already been talked about. Um, more ambush, but. Do we really need more ambush with, say, Monocon military? Consider what we've already got. Answer's probably not, so not that great. Uh, I disagree. This is the card that makes Klansman deck work, uh, particularly a Tyrion-based Klansman deck. The sort of repeatable ambush that you can use in two different challenges is really good. So, uh, yeah, I like this card a lot. And any challenge on the attack, of course. Yep. You can put him into play in an intrigue or power challenge, not just the military. He good. It's more faction card Neil, and there's quite a lot of that. And is it really better than some of the other stuff you can Neil your card to do? 
Or what's Lannister using at the moment? Maybe the things I do for love, but probably not in Sh- the clan. Shadow Black. Maybe Shadow Black, yeah. Although I don't see a massive amount because they do clog their uh, events at the moment with uh, puts and tears and That's nightmares, true. which kind of limits the usefulness of um, Shadow Black Lane. And uh, Reigns of Castamere, of course. Yeah, but again, unless you're playing the uh, the Shagger, the Shagger Cella deck, <laughs> uh, <laughs> then uh, you might not be playing Clansman out of Reigns. That's true. That's Are there true. any Stark Clansmen yet? None. In, uh, no, in first I don't edition, think so. There was, some, there, was there was one, wasn't there? Yeah, right at the end. Northern Clansman. The, the one that synergized with Lannister, right? Yeah. It was a bit on the nose. Uh, I don't know how to search traits, I just, I just won't bother. Okay. Well, if there's ever a, another one, then that'll be the agenda to play. If we ever get around to Dance with Dragons, there should be some. Yeah. Okay. Red Keep Spy. Red Keep Spy. Okay, so. Ugh, not a clansman. Uh, spy trait. Has that popped up before? I don't think it has. It's Varus. Um, who's the spy? Varus. Oh, well. Okay, well, the big dog. Um, <clears throat> um, yes, he is. Strikes me as a shitter version of um, Queen's Assassin. Um, <laughs> so I'm not actually that interested. <laughs> why, why is this card an ally? That's my comment. She's not, because she's loyal. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm... I'm... Don't be a loyal ally. That's just foolish. <laughs> okay, sure. <laughs> I see the logic. Um, oh yeah, she's just uninspiring, isn't she? I don't like that all the bouncers gone to Lannister. Mm. Yeah. Got enough cool stuff. But this is Tiziano with a wine glass, though, which is also good. <laughs> <laughs> he always has his uh, misses with him at Starlock, doesn't he? Oh, we should see what she looks like, actually. Yeah, does she it look might like explain this? a few things. <laughs> <laughs> does she look like all his, all his female characters? Okay. Has he done many female characters? Uh, he's done Red Keep Spy. Yes, <laughs> at least. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he has. Mira. Oh, didn't he do Ariane in the corset? Uh, yes, he's done. Yeah, corset Ariane. He did first edition Mira Reed. Mm. Oh, that's right, yeah. Uh, and at least some more. Much and more. Mm. He didn't do much and more. Oh. Which is sad. I would like some signed much and more. And not just yeah. the ones with Peel's face on them. <laughs> well, mm-hmm. think about that. Okay. <laughs> Alayaya. Uh, pretty solid, actually. Uh, I like this one a lot. Um, for the reasons you mentioned before, Dave, about um, activating treachery, uh, especially. But um, otherwise, yeah, pretty good. And she's a companion, so uh, we know what that means. Uh, yeah. Definitely, in this case. Well, yeah, she's definitely. proof of your theory, right? That's my comment. She's proof of Banter's theory about what the companion trait means. Yeah. So. Yeah. I've Dark got Shay as well. Shay's yep. a companion. And also Jorah, so... Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <clears throat> the bear. Okay. And anything else? Like, I don't really have much to say to her. She's, she's solid, she's fine. I wouldn't put her in every deck. But like you, I could potentially slot her in. Wee. I like the art. Yeah, the really art's quite odd. Uh, it's nice, but it, it seems quite jarring. All that sort of 
the use of shadow and stuff. It just seemed because Lancer cards tend to be quite bright. I found, but um, it's good, it's still good. Okay, so Lance or Lannister? Absolute shit. <laughs> Dies so many different ways. Like all the removal in the game hits this guy. So, no, uh, terrible. Tears doesn't hit him. <laughs> oh, tears doesn't. That's correct. If your po- opponent is using tears <laughs> or put the sword on this. Get re- I mean, what? What are you mm-hmm. doing? Well, it's it's the banter where you use uh you use put to kill Lancel, so he has to kill Tywin for claim. To clarify, if you control multiple lords and ladies, he doesn't get any strength. No, this is so uh, bad. For example, if you had Tywin and if you had just Tywin, he would be pretty fucking good. Mm-hmm. Indeed. But if you'd had Tywin and, I don't know, any other lord, which Lana says quite a lot, Taylor or any other lady... Taylor Merriweather. Hey, <laughs> hey, yeah. And you hey. would, because she's awesome. He, uh, he's a really good in a deck that runs the new Jamie in this box. Because that Jamie is not a lord. Ooh. In Clansman deck, whack him in there and just have a single Tyrion. Yeah, there you go. Oh, hello. Yeah. Hello, Peel. Yeah. You, who <laughs> else good call. You get and Tyrion then... and uh, probably Tywin as well, and then... Yeah. Boom, you've got a cheap... Oh, yeah, you could just have a single Tywin and him, and you've got, like, two 13-strength characters on the board, like, oh, fuck. And then uh, Dave's uh, Venomous Blade comes out of his Martell deck, and you cry. Dave doesn't have Venomous <laughs> Blade. I've actually never played with Venomous Blade. Yeah, I haven't played with it yet. It's, it's upsetting me. Of course, I've just put three copies into my first edition deck, so uh, that's going to be go. fun. But I haven't played the second edition better today because I haven't played Martel since it's come out, really. Other than one or two games, which is sad. I'm sure I'll make an appearance for uh, for store championships. Uh, but this guy, like, I really like. It's a really interesting mechanic. The fact and the fact that like Lancel gets abused by each of his family members, like one after the other. Um. And so he can only listen to one of them at once and get anything out of it, and the rest of the time he's just being pushed from pillar to post. Uh, unfortunately, yeah, I can't see myself playing him in many of them. I interpreted the fluff reason for that um, ability differently. Oh, go on then. Uh, well, it's because um, he shags Cersei for a bit, doesn't he? Yeah. And um, while Jamie's not around. Yeah. And no one else knows about it. So when Jamie's back on the scene, he has to kind of, you know, oh, go back to being a bit meek and nobody again. But when it's just him and one other lord <clears throat> or lady, yeah, he gets thing? a little bit, a yeah. bit more. Yeah. And Tyrion, of course, when Tyrion's there, like, like he he knows about Cersei, and so Lancel loses all his power. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It's all about sex, Dave. So I like it. Well, everything's about <laughs> sex except sex. Yeah. That's about power. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually uh, reading the House of Cards books on the train at the moment uh, if you didn't realise they, they were actually books written by an ex-political advisor of Thatcher 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 the milk snatcher I, th- I think it was Thatcher it could have <laughs> been Major actually I actually uh, think it, I think it is Thatcher yeah but yeah oh they were so good I'm right I'm just getting to the end of the third one the last one uh, very good worth reading um, someone's just crossed the crossed the uh, floor it's terrible just defected past Cross the floor, done yeah. a Churchill. Yeah, it's dirty. Churchill did it twice. That was super cheeky. Yeah. He loved a bit of it, didn't he? Yeah. 
Just, just going over the other side, lads. All right, see you later, Churchill. See yeah. you in a couple of years. See you when you come back, you slag. <laughs> yeah, sounds like it's not going to go quite so well for this guy, though. <laughs> you don't cross Francis. Okay, Tom and Baratheon. Uh, I think he's great. Um, forget about the ability. That's neither here nor there, really. But um, he's a cheap, unique power icon. Uh, with a positive set of traits. So, yep, sign me up for one copy, please. Best art in the entire set. It has not one, not two, but three kittens. Yeah. I mean, actually, there's at least three of us on this cast that are big cat fans. Um, Dave's opinion on cats is undetermined, actually, at this point. Oh, no, no. Cats are by far my favourite of all the potential pets. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, Dave well, has a cat budget in his view. When me and Dave live together at some point in a mansion, when we're old and retired, we have a cat budget. <laughs> yeah, we've oh, already discussed, like, where do you put the money? Do you put it in lots of cats? Or, like, a few <laughs> awesome cats? The answer is two awesome cats and seven regular ones. <laughs> there you go. Peel, brief... man after my own heart there, Peel. <laughs> a very brief cat aside, I, um, I hand-fed a lion at the weekend. Oh, that's a good yeah, story. <laughs> The, the pictures is, are on Facebook. Um, it that is the cat. Yeah. I gave him a couple of chicken legs and he was well happy with it. Where was this? Um, I what? took Amy for her birthday to the World, um, the Wildlife Heritage Foundation, which is a cat sanctuary in Kent. Um, and they've got, it's the largest selection of uh, large cats in the UK. Uh, it was um, sustained entirely by donations. So do check out the site because they do a lot of really good work. Um, and for her birthday, I paid for her to be like a cat ranger for the day. So she walked around <laughs> the, um, the the park ranger and stuff and just basically helped out doing their job. So it was a lot of like scooping some poo off and that sort of stuff. But um, while we were doing that, we got um, a really, really good tour around the place and got to interact with a lot of them. Uh, walked around the cheater enclosure with the cheaters running around. That was pretty fun. Um, and then, yeah, so we went into their enclosures, sort of laid their food out for them, put some toys for them to play um, while the sort of rangers checked up on, on them, make sure it was all right. And then, yeah, so we was there for most of the day, so got to play around some tigers and things like that, and then it all ended with hand-feeding one, and we chose to hand-feed the lion, and he was very, very good. Very polite little boy, and, well, I say little, he was huge. Um, and took a, a couple of chicken drummers out of my hand, and was very gentle too, so it was good fun. Um, but if you do feel particularly charitable, uh, check out their site, because obviously they do need, need donations to keep doing good work. And if you feel super charitable, throw some money my way so I can give it to Cisco because he hasn't eaten for a couple of months. I was just going to say, you're really into helping the starving animals, but you won't show us pictures of our donkey. I haven't seen this, this like Cisco thing. And I saw you like well, a week ago. I don't carry it around in my pocket. <laughs> yeah, but you knew you were coming to see me. <laughs> I'll tell you what, after we finish, I'm going to go and find my picture of Cisco and I will send it to you. Thank you, Craven. So anyway, yeah. We're all big cat fans, but I'm the biggest cat fan because I played with a lion. So <laughs> uh, yeah. How's Morgan getting on, Peel? She's sat next to me purring at the moment. Good, good. You know, she's quite jolly. Uh, Are you, little cat? Chris Thompson, the guy who uh, won our mat in the Naming Peel's cat competition, got to play on the world stream the other day. Uh, but he sadly, did? he wasn't allowed to use his mat. Oh. Which is the same as when I tried to use it last time. They're they're just not they're not fun. They don't they're not they're not banter. The world stream it's just not very bantery. No, sadly, sadly. Okay, so uh, we like Tom, but we haven't really discussed his ability. Um, Craven and I went into the uh, nedliness of it when it was first spoiled. 
and we liked it. Mm. Um, and I, I think he's just solid. He's just good. And oh, at yeah. the moment, Fanta- I would definitely slightly. Fantastic card. Very yeah, he's a, a one off for, for all time, really, I think. We'll see when there's Until another, another Tom. better Tom comes out. Yeah, Neil to draw one card. Let's not print that. I would have been all, all, all happy to see him a year ago. <laughs> Well, what if you what if you kneel him and look at the top five cards of your deck if there's a summer plot card revealed? Ooh, ooh, cheeky other Tommen. <laughs> there you <laughs> the go. The one without the cat. <laughs> yes, I know the bad one for multiple reasons. <laughs> yeah. Lannister card, it's all right, uh, mainly because Lannister cards are better than your cards, you nerds. So when he draws a card, it's better than what they're getting. <laughs> Great combo enabler. Otherwise terrible. A friend maker, if nothing else. Ooh, I like it. Melee card, yeah. Ugh. That's what we like to hear. Is it, is it a melee card? Because you give everybody a card. Not one person. Phil makes friends with everybody. Yeah, uh, that's true. true. Turn one melee card. Okay, golden tooth. They've missed out a word on the end, haven't they? <laughs> Um, and it's shitter as a result. Actually, it's alright, to be fair. Um, but, eh. It's okay. I don't know. Uh, I'm undecided on this one. I'm going to wait for better people to pass a comment. And I'll jump in on it. I think this card's fucking terrible. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Peel? I have a kitten purring next to my face. And I don't think she likes it either. So there we go. She doesn't like it either. Now there are two cats purring next to two hosts' face because Rue just came and climbed on my face. <laughs> so uh, I think this card's main um, main use for me is to use it in the taxation phase. So you've got gold in the plot phase. So you can treachery away and do all the other shenanigans you need to and have gold for well, nightmares cool, during uh, their marshalling phase if you're going second, that kind of thing. So that's it. Uh, other than that, like, it's it's not that great because. Um, Please. Yeah, you probably won't get the three gold in the marshalling phase because they've probably got cards in them at their hand. Um, and uh, yeah, but in the taxation phase, I'm all over it. But that's probably not enough for me to actually play. Mountains of the Moon. It's a beautiful bit of artwork, though. Uh, Mountains of the Moon. Um. Mm-hmm. Really, really, really good. Um, for all the obvious reasons. So, yeah, brilliant. Sign me up for this, please. Do, uh, it's the card that makes clans deck, Clansman decks work, so... If you're playing Clansman, you play this card. If you're not, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> Ever been sure of an Intrigue icon? I have. Now when you play a card, you can have that Intrigue icon that you want. For the low, low price of one gold. Bargain. I think uh, Banner Sun is a rather interesting banner for a Clansman deck. Because of this. Get Ariane, Nymeria to help you force through uh, Timit. That's what I'm doing. Oh, yeah. Clansman Banner Sun. Mm. There we go. Dave's telling you his Stalic deck. Just watch out. Yeah, I should probably some practice <laughs> Maybe I won't go to work tomorrow. <laughs> okay. Lannisport Treasury. Um, I want to think it's brilliant, but I imagine it's probably actually not. 
it's non-limited, so I think that gives it a, a leg up on uh, Golden Tooth, and it's I think it'll be think, pretty solid in the post-Valor meta where economy is going to become even more of a premium. So yeah, it's pretty decent. It. Um, I'm not sure it being non-limited is a massive issue. I mean, like it's useful, but it doesn't gain you gold; it only saves you gold. Uh, and it was a first edition card called I want to say the Lion Star. Yeah, which is dominance kneel up to two kneel lion star to move up to two gold to lion star. So that was better, and uh, that saw exactly zero play. But uh, I it actually did see play, Dave. You didn't play it, did you? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh, no. Just that's... to prove you wrong. That's no, that was in the I knew this day would come. That was in the white book deck. Well, I didn't play it in my version of the white book deck, which was yours. Well, that's why your deck wasn't as good as mine. Mm, clearly. <laughs> you did do better with it than me, in fairness. So, can't argue with that. And Lion's Star I mean, is why, baby. To push back on da- Dave a little bit, I mean, economy is much more of a premium in second edition than it was in first, so... It, you know. it is. It is. And, and Lannister just has a lot of gold sitting around, and, you know, this is a good place to put that extra gold. It is, yeah. but you're also spending that extra gold to save an extra gold, and unless you're playing for more than four rounds of the game... Well, the first time, if this is out for two rounds, it, um, you know... How many can you get of them? You can have three of them, I suppose, can't you? Yeah. You can. Go on, have three of them. Um, I'll have three arbors, and we'll see what comes <laughs> back in that. <laughs> oh. Well, it's non-loyal, so you can have both the Arbor and this in the same deck. Uh, see, so, I, I like that. I'm much more of a fan of this in Tyrell. That that makes me pleased. And you can set up two of them. You can set up three of them, and an Arbor, and something else. Good grief. And a, and a one-drop producer. Mm. There you go, all the economy. And you can save March all down. of your go ahead, Arbor gold. <laughs> Every turn. <laughs> until, you play, until you actually finally draw your, like, two good cards. Jamie. You're Jamie. Centurion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Shield of Lannisport. Hmm. Um. Nah. I think it's a bit shit. Yeah, why would you, why would you play this over, like, Seal of the Hand? Uh, I don't like this card. Does make any sense to me? Peel? Mm, I'm not really. A, <laughs> I don't. That doesn't. It's just why? I suppose it's alright. I don't really see the point though. There are some very niche uses for these cards. Uh, very, but, very niche. But I if I get to that niche, then I probably already lost. So I'll pass. Yeah. I think it's wank. I think I'd have bigger concerns <laughs> than the niche than this point in time. Yeah. Okay, so you want to put it on Tywin so it's safe, and then like he doesn't need the bonus. It's like, oh, no. No, not fan. No. Valerian Steel Dagger. I think it's pretty good, actually, and quite a fun card. Um, will definitely bolster Lannister themes and be useful for clansmen. Uh, yeah, don't let the haters on the Facebook group get you down. This is a very good card. Powers Lanny Reigns, like no one's business. 
that's very true. Pew? It's the Valerian Steel Dagger. It's... Yes, it is. It's <laughs> so... Oh. At least I don't get deadly or anything. Yeah, it's no Dragonbone Dagger. Yeah, I can live with that. Which has just gone that's into fine. my deck. <laughs> yeah, that's alright. I can live with that. It's not going to piss me off too much. I, yeah, well, it's always sad when a, the best target for a card is Miri. Um, Ugh. <laughs> yeah. But, like, yeah, I, I agree. It is good in Annie Grains, in fact. Yeah, you're definitely right there. But overall, I can't see myself playing this in many decks. I think it's only Lanny Reigns and possibly Banner Dragon if I'm feeling particularly grim. <laughs> you, well, you're tryharding at Stalic, right? So that's what you're playing, right? Let... Maybe Lanny Dragon. Maybe I'm even. I, I know even better tech than that. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're going to narrow down the Lannister deck you're playing at Stalic by the end of this, right? Okay, sure. Okay. A Lannister always pays his debts. Um, I can see an argument for putting this in as a one-off when Dark Wings eventually returns. Um, but I, I think it's great. I think it's alright. But um, I can't see what it's kind of replacing. Terrible art. Just terrible. Poor Joel. I'll just... Heal? Yeah. <laughs> Is he alive? It's not the best art in the world, is it, really? <laughs> you can see the people in the background, though. Look, you got the guy, you got the little bitch over there. You know, the crazy one of the eerie. Um, you've got... Piss off, cat. Um, you've got the son who's sucking on the boob. He's on there. <laughs> you've got cat. You've got Stark there, sat there as well. Look at that, she's having a little shit. I'm assuming that's a Roderick. Um, and then you've got the big ogre man who... Who hits him with the club? So I mean, you got all the major players, players in the picture. So that, there's something. I don't know where he got all that gold. All the major pack. players. <laughs> yeah. like <Maud>. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where he got. I, I must admit though, because I'm, I'm pretty sure he was a prisoner. I don't know where he got that gold bag from at such a short notice. So there is a plot hole there somewhere. It's, it's after he's been released. He gives him back the gold. And, Does he uh, give him back the gold? They give him back the gold, happened? and then he pays the board. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Hmm. Lesson. Do you have any comments on the uh, challenges action that it allows you to do? Oh yeah, no, not really. Um, <laughs> it costs a lot for what it is. I mean, three gold for an extra military could be quite banterous, but apart from that, clansman decks, clansman military decks. Ooh, Everything's a clansman little... deck with you, Pale. <laughs> <laughs> this is the only version of Lannister I'll ever play. Like clansman. <laughs> What do you oh. do with them? You kill everything. Why? Nothing. I don't bloody know. At least until Valerian's reprinted anyway. Exactly. Oh, yes. <laughs> um, <clears throat> it is, of course, an additional of each, but then like, if you've got, what, the four characters you need for this plus the three gold, you, you pretty much won anyway, right? Like, there's yeah, going to be a couple a of games... Kick in the tits. A couple of games where this swings it and the rest of the time it's just... Uh, yeah, no, definitely one. Don't worry about it, kind of thing. So it's kind of a cute melee card, I guess. You know, hey, yeah, you can have the unopposed power challenge against me, and then I'm going to drop this when it comes around to me. So, yeah, but then nice. it's the least impo important challenge for uh, a melee game. 
Well, unless you have Renown, like you have Jamie. Yeah, true. It's a good job Drogo's loyal. That was Indeed. Be sad. I guess, yeah, if you've got Jamie and Cersei, then this is pretty fun. And it, like, it is solid. It's just, yeah. It's just, it's just expensive. And, yeah. Insidious Scheme. Super, really like it. Um, Power Behind the Throne's coming back. Reprint of some of my favourite art from first edition. And I think it's a really well-designed card. I have a feeling this will annoy me in the future. <laughs> <laughs> it's nice to see that it's uh, after claim is applied so that you can get them down to zero cards and then play this rather than having to play it before you win, like essentially straight after you win the intrigue challenge. Um, I think it's really good. Draw's good. Uh, it's good that they're pushing the intrigue ag- angle like enough that like there's cards I want to play. Um Obviously, it's amazing in Reigns. Yeah, yeah it's, it's it's nuts in Reigns. Okay. Daring mm. Rescue. I can only really think of Kevin Nannister that you want to be prattling about with this. Um, it's alright, I suppose? It's a Shagger card. I mean, it's got some uh, efficient uses, but it's it's really just a Shagger card that you can use to power your combos. So, and it gets rid of milks. It's, it's, a, it's a really fun card. And it, it, it makes you do, you know, Banner of the Lion, you know, Knight's decks much more interesting because it just to be any knight character. So, very interesting card. Yeah, cheeky one of in melee. As a, oh, I've just won the game kind of card. It's always nice. <laughs> oh, I've just won the game. I mean, you can play three of them in one turn and return <laughs> <laughs> three characters to your hand and just stack it on a knight. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. There you go. Go from 12 to 13. <laughs> I saw a really good use for it the other day, and now I just cannot remember what it was at all. I was just like, yes, that would actually make me want to play that card. Um, it clearly wasn't that good, though, because I've forgotten. Well, it's like good Valor protection and good March protection and good... Uh, gets milks of the poppy off your Tywin that you can just then replay him next turn. Yeah, it's, so. it's got utility, but I can't imagine myself putting it in many decks unless I've got people to leverage the comes-into-play effects. Like, there's plenty of good comes-into-play effects in Lannister and plenty of Ambush, so... Mm-hmm. You know, there is utility there, but... Yeah, I can't see myself playing it too much. But then, like, even if you're just using it to save Tywin from foot to the sword, then maybe... Maybe it's worth it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or if, like, your Hound gets trapped in play because they, they did something, it's, it's, it's useful. Mm, yeah. true. We're leaving Lannister, Peel. We are. Yep. Wake up, Peel. Edric Storm. Um, uh, decks which banner two are, or are sort of um, bannering four. The Watch are going to love this, um, especially after you're craving someone and they're just sort of sitting there. You end up kind of making Iron Thrones out of people. So this is pretty cool. Yeah, I think Craven's got the right of it. It's, it's good in a dominance-based deck. It's efficient in that. I don't think you'll see play otherwise. His name's Edric Storm, and he looks a bit like the Arrow. <laughs> Make sure you point Believe that out it. to uh, Will when you record the, the White Book. 
Because he's, <laughs> he's cosplayed as Arrow before, hasn't he? Yes, he yeah. has. I'll point that out to Will next time we talk to him. I kind of feel like he's about to... Well, not necessarily the arrow. Maybe his evil... Emesis. He's about... Yeah, he's about to... Looks like to... he's going to try and shoot an arrow at me. I know that much. So, well, you oh, did shit. fail the city, Peel. You did fail the city. Exactly. Well, I didn't. That's the problem. Um, <laughs> but he keeps blaming me for it, and it's taking the piss. Fifth <laughs> season they're on now. Still pissed off about it. Well, he's back to being pissed off again, if you watch it yeah, this season. Yeah, I know. Well, yeah. He was happy last season, this season. No. He was banging the blonde. Sorry, spoilers. Um, spoilers. So, uh, I like Edric. I think, um, yeah, obviously, you just you play him in a dominance deck if you're playing that. Uh, he's a bastard, which is really good, because you can sack him for Gendry. Sacrificing the thematically useful bastard for the, like, bastard that shouldn't mean quite as much to the actual Baratheon house. You know? If that makes sense. I think so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But depending on how you look at it, one might be more important than the other. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, he's he's good. I think he's solid. I played draft with Whammer, and uh, I liked him. So, I drafted him. And he was fun. So, there we go. Disputed claim. Uh, this is a sort of card that if I was desperately struggling to come up to 61 cards, I would probably just chuck in if I'd used three copies of Nightmares. Um, so it's fun and all that, but uh, I've probably in practice is not going to be that great. But at one day you actually manage to make it work, then yeah, it's cool. It's definitely the definition of a win more card. Uh, and it probably might be good in melee as like a closer. You know, you slap this on the turn, you're going to win. Uh, yeah. It Go on, Stannis. It's a uh, Hadouken moment. <laughs> so you just shout Hadouken and throw this down. Yeah, the, the, the rock bottom <laughs> of the Rathian girls. Hadouken! Like, ah, oh, damn it, he's won. Yes. That's exactly what I've done. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah, I think it's wank. Okay. Are we all excited? Are we yes, all excited? Yeah. Are we uh, ready? Know, are we? Are yeah, ready? we are. Victorian Greyjoy. Oh, giggity. <laughs> oh, baby. I'm so excited. Um, he may or may not be the reason I've come back. Um, he's not as good as the last one. No, no he's not. Um, because the last one, not only did he have a great ability, he also suggested the existence of the Black Sails agenda, which we don't have anymore. Um, but no, he's absolutely brilliant. Really, really like him. Uh, a solid option. The sort of card Greyjoy... Quality, cards of this quality is what Greater has needed for the last year. So, yeah, really, really good. All you got to do is win two tasty challenges with him. And he's not loyal as well. Which means I can take him along with a with a, a banter bridge. Indeed. Yeah, you can. can. Yeah, he's coming with me. I've got a, a very special thing. idea, actually, with this guy in the banner, and I'll talk about that with you off-air, Peel. Um, okay. I've, got, I've got plans afoot for this. <laughs> nice. Yeah, this is a fantastic card. Um, yeah, just not. I mean, the only thing you say is he's not as good as most of his first edition counterparts. Yeah, I think I'd probably prefer him to uh, to all but the actual one with this art, the actual claim raising Victorian. The other ones didn't really excite me. One was good the in old way. Yeah, the other two, both of them were warship ones, really, weren't they? But yeah, I guess they were. But 
He was the best one by far. Um, I oh, like yeah, him so right. much. His picture is in my toilet. I was I was about to say I think I met a man that looked like that in your toilet. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then there was a picture on the wall. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so ignore him. Oh, it is good art though, isn't it? Look at it. Oh. Look at that chin. Got he means business. <laughs> Look at the helmet and the blood. Look at the blood. He, he gets the job done. He just finished hacking up some uh, some Lannisters, Dave. That's right. Okay, old wick. Um, cute, but probably not very good. Super Shagger card. I don't know what the the combo deck you would be looking for with this is, but it it's definitely a combo card. Yeah, it probably doesn't exist yet, does it? Yeah. Post Valor, maybe. I, I'm not sure. I don't actually know what I would use it for in any way, shape, or form at this point in time. I'm looking at it thinking, use it with him, and then I thought, no. You can use no. it to get Aeron back, so you can use Aeron to get your good characters <laughs> back. More. Or, or you can for the, for the get the new expensive uh, Aeron that they spoiled back, and he's got good strength. He has, you know, he's solid. Yeah. yeah. And then trade him for the old Aeron so you can get the decent characters back. Yeah, get him out of your dead pile so that you can play the good Aeron. Yeah, like the old Aeron. <laughs> yeah, and then get Balon out of the dead pile, and then by that point you probably lost because it's been yeah, like four turns. because Balon's in your dead pile. That's normally how it works. Okay. Ah shit. This looks really fun, and I really want to play it. And then I'm just like, I don't want to play any of the Drangle characters. Um, no, so and I also don't want to get in a position where I've I killed any of them. In the future, I think this is going to be really good, but at the moment, it's just wank. <laughs> I have like a feeling that which is just bad. Like the thing is, the only way it's going to be, be really good is if they is if they stop making saves for Greyjoy. They just stop making them like one day. Just go nah. You're not always going to use but, until... saves on uh, like your shitty Drangle characters, are you? Like, Greyjoy have no repeatable know, saves at the moment, and I'm gonna wish. I, I reckon they won't get any repeatable saves. I don't think they'll ever see Windermere or Makoro again. I think they'll all be Probably one shame. shots. I or think Windermere shots, might. I think, not I think like Windermere might come back. No. I think Windermere is definitely a shout. I, I don't think they'll ever get a an infinite save like Windermere ever. You're again. not getting an infinite save like Windermere, Dave. <laughs> no. I, I can see Iron Cliffs coming back. Where you um yeah uh, that you, know, card. you get like two or three well because then they can make save tokens Dave and they all know how much we love printing oh, tokens oh yeah great can make little Wen- Maester Windermere figures that we can use as uh, save tokens <laughs> <laughs> they're now perfectly legal thanks to the FAQ so <laughs> but as long as you don't make Maester Windermere dice because we're not having that yes can't have that please I I create quality tokens <laughs> none of this dice bullshit. Established November 2016, we have a long history of talking about producing quality tokens. Well, that's what you have in England, right? Is history, so it's good that you have a long one. Good that's, reference. I, good I would, I would kick reference. off, but we said the same thing earlier, so... <laughs> it's better to have... Actually, no, it's not. Um, at least we have a history, to be fair. Uh, it's always sure. a nice one. What's it like being 300 years old? <laughs> what? Well, uh, ask Bruce. Ask Bruce Forsyth, yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Bruce Martel. Christian Martel. He looks a lot better when he has got a spear sticking out of his face. Spoilers. Um, <laughs> Hashtag spoilers. Yeah. Uh, so you said the other day, Roy, it's been on the telly now, so. Um, 
I have a moon book for me up though, isn't it? So it could still be a spoiler. Too late. He's ten um, in the yeah. books. So yeah, it's just not happening. That would be books. brutal. They've just ruined that plot line in the TV show. So the less we speak about that, about that, the better. That's why I'll get sad. But it is um, the box. I'm assuming maybe that happened. He is okay, and that's all I've really got for him. He's um obviously he. You want to be kind of going first? I don't oh, know. That, that makes sense, actually. No. Um, he's all right. He, he's okay. He's a one-off. Um, that Lord trait's nice. Um, you want to go? You want? Mm, yeah. You want him to go second, and you want to use him in the last challenge of like their turn, because then you can just go ah. Mm. Now that little chud, which you've left to block my power challenge, can't block my power challenge, which is actually going to do something. But even that's a complete and utter waste of time. So. I, I like I like the support for the theme though. That's good. I appreciate that. I think that's that's cool. So he, he builds part of a bigger picture on his own. He's all right. One word, ward. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's particularly useful because his best target is Kaleop, right? Yeah. Like. <laughs> 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 so he's really really useful in the mirror match to stop Master Kaleop stealing all your icons. Um, I'm. <laughs> I'm really uninspired by him. Like, he's fine. He's alright. But, like, I, I'm not excited to play him. I, I'll try him out and see what he's like, but... It's just, like... He's very efficient, right? Like, four for four. Yeah. Solid icons. And he's kind of like a overgrown Kaleot, right? Because if you do get stuck going first, you can use him to push through that power challenge or that intrigue challenge that, you know, you might need if you have a tears... Uh, so yeah, that's probably his best use. Like just throwing out a challenge straight away, seeing what happens, maybe getting some unopposed power. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I don't know. He's just boring. He's one up, maybe. Yeah, gonna... I, I, I will play him. I'll see what he's like. But I, I'm not inspired. One minute. I'm going to pop for a pee. Okay. Do you want us to wait for you, or shall we uh, carry on? Gando, it's up to you. It's murdered her children. Um, Let's carry on, because Roy's on the clock here. Yeah, yeah. and it's you, late. You murdered her children. Ah. I did not. Um, uh, massively disappointing, actually, compared to what the last one did. Um, I, I don't like it. I don't like it at all. I think that it's going to be a fun combo card in some sort of like Tyrell Rose or uh, Martell Rose deck that just pumps some pumps the Red Viper to like a million strength and wins on you know one turn or something like that. So because it's you know it, it's not limit. You can play you know if you have a lot of gold, you can play a bunch of them on the Red Viper and claim like five power and win the game. So yeah, yeah. It. you can make him huge, can you? Yeah. I so I appreciate that that's an option. But the fact that how inconsistent it is to pull off means I won't play the deck, and it also means that it'll piss me off to sin when it actually happens. <laughs> so I, I just I just hate it. I just think this card's crap. Like it's so useless as a card that you don't you don't just include a cheeky one off. This this is a fucking shit card. Um, you only play it in dedicated combo decks, which never go off, and then when they do, your opponent has a terrible time. <laughs> I hate it. I think it's terrible, and I think they've wasted the title and the art. Um, it doesn't even work with Quentin. If it worked with Quentin, sure. 
but it doesn't. Because it's it already off. worn off. It wears off yeah. by, the time, uh, by the time Quentin would die at the end of the phase. To quote Aaron Glazer, I blame Alex Hines for that. I'm not a fan of the end of phase framework. I'm not a fan of a lot of the timing. I'm definitely not a fan of the pre-plot action window not existing. But the end of phase, the end of phase timing window is not intuitive at all. Yeah, it's confusing. So yeah, let's blame Hines. When until at. Okay. Sweet Donald Hill. Sweet Mary Jane. Um, bloody brilliant. Stick him in. Maybe put in two. Super obnoxious in the defense deck, but only on intrigue challenges unless you can trick him into some other challenge. So he's just kind of an obnoxious card in an obnoxious deck. So yeah, important unless you can put him in before. Uh... Actually, no, it just uh, it doesn't affect stealth, which is the most important keyword when trying to kneel the wall. So uh, that's something at least. Well, he shuts renown down. But he does there's... and intimidate. With... Yeah, but on the Intrigue Challenge, which Renown on the Intrigue Challenge isn't as big as on the other two, so... Yeah, he's not as scary as he would be with other icons, or if he had, st- if he was a ranger and Benji would give him, like, stealth immunity. Um, if he had but a he power really icon. Good. Yeah, he, There's he is plenty of really ways of giving those icons, though, guys. Uh, well, not through icons, though. And Practice not through attachments. Sword? Oh, yeah, for the military icon, yeah, true. That's true for the military, but not the power. Not the power. No, not the power. There's no way to give him a power icon as far as I'm aware. Which is nice. Okay, uh, Bridge of Skulls. <laughs> I don't really get it. Um, so, hang on, I'm going to have to read it again, because when it, when it ends, right, choose an opponent who did not initiate military, that player discards one card at random. Like, I'm a little bit upset for the lack of skulls on that bridge. Yeah, yeah. Who's, who's selling this? Get a new agent. Um, <laughs> I, uh... It just feels a bit backwards. Like you don't want people to attack you. Well, it's trying to just bait you into doing the like playing. It's for Knights of Sectors, like trying to bait you into uh, doing a military challenge. So you can use the anti-military tech, right? Uh, it's really good on the turn with the Knights Watch plot, right? Yeah. Uh, to, you know, because the military challenge is sort of the least important when you're playing against a defense deck, so you don't really necessarily want to do it if they have Amon out. So baiting them into doing that, and you can you know play the ranger event. Yeah, I don't know. But I think if, the... it, if it read, when it ends, choose an opponent who did initiate military and they discard a card at random. How does that change the card? I think so if it punishes people for attacking you, so it incentivizes people not to launch that attack. I would I would assume that would be a better option. You just don't have to deal with it at all. Better unless you have. Watchers on the walls in your hand. Yeah, yeah. Watchers <laughs> of the wall. To play that, or or to like, you can win the military challenge with like Castle Black and Ranging Party, and then use uh, the card that's in the wolf box, uh, Shadow Tower, mm. uh, to sort of prevent their next uh, good a character of theirs from attacking. Thorin you know. Smallwood, who lets you claim a power when you win the challenge on defense. Yeah, mm. it's, it's it's definitely trying to create a de- defense deck that makes your opponent do something to you. Which is definitely more interactive than, you know, the, I'm just, just going to sit here. Yeah. Yeah. So. It's still not you being interactive, though. It's still making your opponent be interactive <laughs> against you. <laughs> yeah. You're exactly still just as boring as ever, except now your opponents wear nice pants. 
It's just it, another obnoxious defense. Card. It could be worse, Peel. It could be Lannister or First Edition Stark. You know? All of which are shit. <laughs> yeah, it could be shit and boring rather than just <laughs> boring. Okay, Jane Westerling. Uh, she's really good. I, I get with the impression she may be broken already, but I haven't looked too deep into that, so they I don't her. know. They fixed her. In which case, she's pretty solid then. Yeah, she's still really powerful, but they took away the broken combo which allowed her to infinitely stand herself and use green <laughs> dreams to filter your deck until you drew the exact card you wanted. <laughs> which made her really good. You make her a king and kneel her to stand herself. But now, uh, yeah, the the stand the character that you want to stand has to be knelt at when, when you, you initiate before you kneel her. Yeah, that yeah. makes sense. That's good. Uh, <laughs> she helps smooth out the bear matchup for Stark, which is good. Uh, yeah, she's she's great. They didn't really well, have an issue with the bear matchup, did they? Well, they don't see John or Rob. Like, well, <laughs> but Rob, you just don't do a military challenge if you're bear. And then Barrow really against Stark only really wants to do the power challenge anyway, or maybe so. True, true. But then there's Bran, and there's other sacrifice tech in Stark. Yeah. True, but she is good. I think uh, you wouldn't leave home without her, would you? Yeah, just one of. Yeah. More redundancy for the Stark stand, so the redundancy is good. Okay, the last half. The last half scouts. Anti Lanny Tech boys. There's the card Peel's looking for. Oh, well, what house is it in, though? <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. But remember, however. Doesn't really help me, does it? Let's be honest. Banner Wolf is fun. I'm an advocate for Banner Wolf. Just hate Stark. But not in Lannister, right? Oh, no. Well, no, that's because I don't like playing Lannister. Basically, I like Martel Wolf. I think that's a really so good deck. Greyjoy Wolf <laughs> Except is Martel terrible. Wolf does not much. Yeah, it, Martel Wolf ha- hates this card. Hates it. <laughs> but it is with Thomas Shedrazek up. So it made you know. me actually more obnoxious against Martel than against Lannister. Yeah, it's super frustrating against Martel. Although I guess the Hound uh, hates this card. Yeah, but like... My wonderful wildling hordes were just having so much fun. Now they're just now. But they do stay in play. They, they do. This is true. That's <laughs> something. It, it, yes, very nice to get the hound to stay in play. Although, I assume you just don't ambush him. Yeah, just, yeah. if it's on the table, just don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you just marshal him and get that bounce and just keep marshalling him for that six strength. Yeah, still, maybe this will temper, uh, temper Lannister's spirits. We'll see. We can dream. Yeah. Doesn't have that intrigue icon though, it's gonna die to tears. Ah, oh, fucking man. <laughs> Ward! Let's have to get Ward! <laughs> it can be warded as well, yeah. <laughs> okay, so Barristan Selmy. Um, I think he's good, but I, I, I kind of feel like he's missing a nice keyword. I think he'd be broken with a keyword. He's still really good. Well, Would you prefer him slightly, slightly more expensive with a keyword, or...? Yeah, Quite maybe slightly more expensive renown. with renown. I mean, there's, he'd have to have a limit then, right? Yes, you would. Yeah. It'd have to be limited then... once, per, once per phase, or um, nearly your faction card two, or something like that. Because right now, I, I mean, 
you know, if you don't put an intrigue icon up to like four challenges, he can stand. That is very true. He's good at yeah. melee. Oh, he's yeah. But you have to have fewer cards, and I always find myself having a lot of cards in hand when I play Targ. Nah, you just gotta get rid of them all day. Just throw well, them. I don't want to. I like having my cards. Playing cards. Well, no. You, it, the whole idea is that you draw and then let the gods of fate take you the rest of the way. Just run with zero cards in your hand and, and just you, hope for the best. If you play all your cards, then your Dracarys gets intrigued and then you're sad. If you have lots of cards, you can risk the intrigue challenge and then you beat them. You if you have no cards, then you don't care about the interior challenge because you have nothing to lose anyway. It's true, but then you don't have Dracarys in your hand. You don't need Dracarys in your or hand. You, just you, have have... you have Danny out, and you don't lose intrigue challenges, and then exactly. there you go. Well, there's but, that then, but then you can't trigger Barry because you've got no, you know, you've got more cards in your hand. Probably. Oh, <laughs> horrible. Uh, horrible decision points. Such a dilemma. <laughs> okay, the next card. Which is Daenerys' favour. Ah, oh, favours are back. I think she's pretty good, you know. Um, but we, when we was watching on Worlds, we were saying, like, you know, get Danny out, get the uh, um, Unsullied involved in things. That minus one strength starts to really stack up. So having yeah, another source of it is pretty sweet. Can you uh, put this on multiple? Yes, you can. Right, yeah, so you could pretty much have this on, uh, on all the stuff. Is it? Non-unique. It is. Mm-hmm. Wow. I didn't notice that yeah. last time I looked at this card. It is a lot better if non-unique. But uh, it's still a two-gold attachment. Like, playing all three out was quite an investment. Even if you do basically win all the challenges when that attached character does anything. It's pretty good on Danny. And uh, Barristan. <laughs> it is good on Barristan. Yeah, activation alert. Okay. Yeah, I like it. I wasn't that keen on it going in, but uh, it's uh, it's I've warmed to it over the last thirty-five seconds. <laughs> We're under Peel's house now. We are. We're onto one of my houses. I have four. Well, two. <laughs> <laughs> um, Allery Tyrell. Uh, I really like what's going on here. Um, great ability. I'm just not sure about the numbers involved in all of it. No banner bridge, is it? No. However, why don't you come on over Allery? Uh, is a fantastic <laughs> idea. Oh, that's a deck name coming to Josh Chambers <laughs> soon. <laughs> uh, oh. Yeah, that's painful. Oh, yeah. you can get Marjorie with that, can't you? Is Marjorie? Oh, no, she's four. No, she's three. Oh, she's just there you go. You can get a bit of Marjorie with Allery. Allery gets Marjorie. Well, getting a little reducer or something. It's nice just to thin your deck out. But um, <laughs> that turns turns the ability from being sort of good, turns it into being good from being like potentially exciting. And a four cost. She's not even that shit for a four cost. She's got uh, three strength and two nice icons. Mm. So winner winner chicken dinner on that one. Yeah, like functionally she's draw when she comes into play. Yeah. And we love draw. She's terrible at Bantambridge. Yeah, yeah she would never work she's in not, Bantambridge. She's not going to work in Bantambridge, but she's going to work in my other project. Your other project? <laughs> yeah, why don't you come over? <laughs> over? Yeah. Go on. Allery. She's fine. She just fetches Marjorie or the, the, the knight. The knight is really good, too, to get with her. The, the uh, Arbor Knight. Oh, yeah. the Arbor Knight is so much fun. He is wonderful. So, 
She's a nice, efficient card. Yep, very solid in the standard Tyrell deck. Okay, a Rose of Gold. Top quality. Love it. Bit of filtering, bit of draw. Doesn't cost a lot, and it's a song, so yep, I like it. <laughs> yeah, Cycles. I forgot that this card existed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fine. Yeah. Good in Wama's was... deck. Sun God. Yeah. 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 It's a shame it's Challenger's action. Like, it could be really, 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 really good if it was uh, marshalling. But then it gets a bit It'd brutal. probably be yeah. ridiculous. But it's good. It's good. I like it. Go fetch your tears. Or put, or... Whatever your favourite of... Uh, you don't really need the Arbor in the Challenger's action, but yeah. Get it for next turn. Yeah, you always need the Arbor in the Challenger's Why action. Why not get a, a duplicate of the Arbor for your next marshalling phase? True. Well, it's, a, it's also good to know, you know, you're going to put a card in your hand and know two cards you won't draw. So, yeah. that's nice. It's got a bit more uh, versatility than Bearing the Maiden Fair, where you then have to draw it. This does at least uh, replace itself, which is nice. You've got the Queen out, Dave. Queen of Thorns. Get yourself a tasty seven-coster. Six-coster, sadly. Six or lower. Yeah, yeah go get Sandy Randy. Up. You can go get yourself the high Zeppelin. No, you can't. Yes, you can. Well, you can get it, but you can't put it into play with... Uh, but you can put it in with Vantage. You put it in with Vantage, yeah. Okay, then, High Septon. Well, that brings us on to the High Septon, and why the fuck would you do that? <laughs> I don't know. You do you like... remember a time when we wondered if a 7 was going to mean something exciting? Oh, they were good days. Full of hope. <laughs> How young and foolish we were. We've got this tubby bastard. I don't know, you've got another one as well. Another High Septon? There's been a schism... No, you've got another seven. Got another one of the seven. <laughs> another one of the seven characters. It nah, synergizes sorry. with the next bad card that we have. It so does. That the Valfrey lighter. So you can. It's just so bad. Such a bad card. Well, <laughs> I, I can imagine he is incredibly frustrating. What if you look down and he's in your hand? You're like, fuck. <laughs> that, that's <laughs> nice. But like. <laughs> How many, how, how many seven cards do we have? We've got Cat, who you generally don't want to be the effect of anything. Uh, we've got the House of The Valfrey Lighter. Uh, the, the, the Septon, the Free Rider, uh, Cat. I feel like there's another one. I, I can't search on Thrones DB. I don't understand how it works. It's <laughs> the Valfrey Rider. That's the seven. Yeah. So, I mean, like, if. I, I can only assume there's more coming. Um. If you've got some decent chuds to run with him, you can, yeah, no one decent's getting put, no one decent is getting Dracarist, as long as you have two people participating. But it doesn't work on Tears or Tyene, it doesn't, or... No. Uh, I'm not saying he's great, I just don't think he's absolutely quite as terrible as uh, Craven thinks he is. Well... He's kind of alright. There are uh, loads of Joshua Kairos cards in this. Like I feel like Starlet planned it deliberately. Like, this I'll tell you what, mate. He's good with a pen and pencil, this lad, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Good, good artwork. Do you want a high septon yeah. art for your uh, bathroom? No, I do not. <laughs> you don't want the you don't want fantasy Pope staring at you while you take a while you judging me. 
Yeah. <laughs> and he's making like a tiny little sort of sign with his thumb and forefinger, like. Mm-hmm. Oh. He's, got, he's, making the, he's making the Trump hand signal is what he's doing there. So. Oh, oh, make yeah. Westeros great again. <laughs> there he is. A fucking wall. Doesn't. They've already got one. There you have a wall. He wants wall. another one. It's the greatest wall, the best wall. And they made the wildlings pay for it, so. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Devout free rider, how much do you hate Tyrion? If the answer is loads, put this in your head. <laughs> <laughs> if the answer is not enough to sacrifice his card slot for this, then don't put it in your deck. Do you feel like the design team when they when they put this out there sat on sat back in their chairs and slapped each other on the arse and went we did a good job today? <laughs> Everyone's complained about Tyrion. Well, we fixed it for them. Heads up, yes. you haven't. <laughs> the, the three cost slot that everyone loves three cost characters with the awesome traits that everyone loves: ally, mercenary, seven. It's just this is the cream of the crop of design in this box. Definitely. If, you ever, if you ever get a 61st card slot, I might put one of these in my deck that I take Starlick just for shits and giggles. Because all the times they get Tyrion, I'll go, right, well, I'm going to fish through my deck. Find something that I want and just get out a devout freerider and just put it down. Because I know for a fact it will piss off that person more than it will piss me off having it in my deck. <laughs> so true. for that reason alone, I want to bring it out and just look at their faces like, oh, fuck. I feel like when this was designed, they gave it to the new guy who'd just come over from Magic, and he still thought that sideboarding was like a thing you could do. I um, mean, <laughs> he designed it and went like, look what I've done, I've fixed the Tyrion problem. They're all looking at him thinking like, John, what are you doing, mate? <laughs> well, if you sit down, they've got Lannister, you can sideboard it in for game two. Oh, oh fuck, has this gone to print? Yeah, it has. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> the great thing is the uh, the agenda that allows you to sideboard in the CCG didn't allow you to play neutral cards, <laughs> so it you didn't. wouldn't even know you couldn't play any neutral cards. Bad to worse, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> playing Black Sails, it would be a good I, one of in Black Sails. I'm putting yeah. it. You can't say I, that's not true. <laughs> that's true. I'll give you that. Put one in my deck for shits and giggles because I reckon that will be the most entertaining card at Starlek. That card alone will annoy more people than I ever could, no matter how much. Especially if you're not playing much and more, so. <laughs> okay. Wildling Bandit. Good I like Wildling Bandit because I like Mance Raider. I think he's um, quite a, a, a sleeping giant in the old fun stakes, and this helps him out a lot. He's really fun in Manterbridge. <laughs> Very fun. Mance is alright, but he's really good if he's free. Yes. <laughs> yes, he is. So fun if he's free. Oh, look at that. Free man's hat. Oh, cheeky wildling cord. Whee, lads. <laughs> How many wildling cords, you ask? Six. Yes, all of them. <laughs> Still have fundamental issues with deck building that you build. <laughs> like when one like five yards like runs. Together and then people take them out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to have more than three ocean roads, though. That was just silly. Yeah, five gold roads was a bit silly. All right, ocean uh, roads, pretty solid card, though. Yeah. I really like... Yeah, Wildling Bandit's all right, but it feels like an anti-Tyrion card that I'm not going to play. Uh, ocean <laughs> Road, I really like. I want it no, because it lets me play Varys more. Ocean mm. Road? Oh, yes. Bit of neutral economy. Mm. Mm. Lovely. Mm. It pushes you to build your deck differently, right? Yeah. So, 
in the false banner decks, is this what you want? Yes, like a Ver a Night's Watch false banner like Varus, like the Night's Watch Kraken, or like a Night's Watch Lion will like this. It's only really running the draw package and the discard and and Yorin out of Night's Watch, but it's playing expensive Varus and like, you know this is yeah, it's a good yeah, card. Definitely. And it's zero. Yes. Set up that baby. <laughs> Still limited though. Just yeah. yeah, just that though, so enjoy it. <laughs> Appointed. Well, it's safe from the clutches of Crescent, I suppose. <laughs> it's true. I guess it is a it is power creep on little birds. So bad design. Is this why um, Tiziano can't make Starlack because he's been appointed to the small council? <laughs> Finally, he has. Yeah, he's made it. Yeah, is there a reason you play Little Bird over this? Like, if you need to give a, an, if you need to give an icon to a non-unique character, how often is that? Like, maybe it's a little worse on setup than Little Bird because of because of that. Yeah, but if everything Little Bird's doing and most the most reasons it's there, this will do it as well. So yeah, yeah, I think yeah, I mean Little Birds can go back in the binder now. <laughs> We're done. And that small council trait is wonderful because the next card is the council consent. <laughs> yes. Fantastic card. Just, just get the oh, this is everything you want in a card. Art from a oh. character that you want to see in art. Synergy for cards <laughs> that don't naturally synergize with each other. Just everything you want in a design. Yeah, but you can get it signed by Joshua or Starlock. That's true. <laughs> like every other fucking card in this pack. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, here is my Lions box. I'll be back at the end of round one. <laughs> <laughs> sort it out yourself. Yeah. Basically, Dave, I'm going to buy a copy of Lions on Amazon and ship it to you. Get, get all the signing done. Well, there you go. I'll save you time next year. It's an investment for your future. Yeah. Solid investment. Oh, like, it's good if you put the <laughs> the last card on Fat Bob. Put, put, put yeah. Fat Bob to his own small council. You can stand yeah. him. You can stand Stannis. Stannis. Yeah. Uh, so. Barristan. Uh, yeah. Eddard. Uh, if you're playing Banner of the Wolf there. Yeah. Uh, but all both versions of Eddard, actually. Yeah. I really like that niche interaction. Yeah, it's fun. It rewards you for going down and doing a bit of trait-based synergy, doesn't it? It's like a, a little treat to yourself. Yeah. Well done. Well Stand done. Enjoy. <laughs> Is uh, but Maester Pice, Grand Maester Pycelle does not have the small council trait, right? Does he not? No, I think he does. He is loyal, though. Yeah. He does. Take... Oh, he is loyal, yeah. Because he's uh... loyal. Oh, Pycelle. But if you get if we get an agenda that lets you play any small council character, oh, the bad uh, the bad uh, Renly is small council. He is. He is. He is there. He's a tricon. I'm not playing him in my uh, small council deck. Sorry, Roy. Uh, he's, not, he's not even good enough to make that. Loser. Yeah. I guess I could do that false banner with the wolf thing to get Eddard and. There you go, and it's a free apart with Eddard. Pretty cheap anyway if I'm bannering to the wolf. Yeah, you can put the ocean road in that deck. Oh, yeah. Because Littlefinger mean... is in that deck, so. Yeah. Um, I can also play the, uh, the, the scouts, the last half scouts or whatever they were, because they're really good with Stannis. Yes, they are. Yeah. Ah, 
Another one of plan comes together. There we go. Right, that's my starter deck. Fuck Lannister. <laughs> I'm playing an untested Barrow Wolf Small Council deck. <laughs> that seems like that's what that. sounds legit. Uh, I'm gonna no one that. will be expecting it. No one's gonna <laughs> Yeah, I'm just going to have to hold this episode back for a week. Air it Saturday morning and people listen to it while they're uh, signing, doing the deck list. They go, oh no, why did oh, I pack my hands judgments <laughs> and double confiscation? Damn. Uh, and my Star Wars LCG snoovers to get all his out faction cards. Ah, nightmare. You've gone too far, Dave. You've gone to the bad place. <laughs> <laughs> okay, next card. The Reigns of Castamere. Do we need to talk about this? Nah, it's been spoiled. It's been talked about to death, I think. We all know it's coming. Should we give a random applause for Alvaro, though, for designing a fantastic card? Oh, it's yes, indeed. Yeah, great job. No one else? No one else is going to... Uh... <laughs> I mean, the card's really good. Like, Just get get used to having this card in the meta. So, I mean, it's going to be around for the length the rest of the game. So, it's... And it's really good. So my biggest question about this card is, is Serena Malian related to my friend Lawrence Malian? Let's text Lawrence. <laughs> because, the high uh... quality analysis you expect from banter behind the throne. I will ask him at a later date. Please just text him now. <laughs> Any I know it's late, but he'll enjoy it. I'm going to text him now. He's, he's recently married. His wife will be angry at me. Okay. Lions of the Rock. I mean, nah. we've discussed this and uh, the next plot on banter anyway. Um, yeah, we had these before, so go and check out our past catalogue. This was this one was alright. We weren't massive on it, but it was alright. Uh, We're not massive on the next play, one. I, uh, I really liked, and now, having actually read it, I've decided that I don't like it quite so much. Yeah, we thought it was very good, didn't we? I thought you could return your... It was only your own characters. I misread yeah. it. And then Each I thought, oh, it's awesome, is... it's brilliant. This is much less exciting. It's still good in like a mini curve deck, but uh, I can't I can't see it see as much play in um. Yeah, when we misunderstood it, it was good. Oh yeah, oh, I was brilliant <laughs> when we misunderstood it. I was doing all the come into play shenanigans. My, I was Marcel Rosen all over the place. Um, but it's a Joshua Kairos card. He really is everywhere. <laughs> I looked He's through my busy. binders in in anticipation of Starlack, and I was like. Well, he did Bobby, he did Stannis, he did a couple of other good ones, but this was a, this box is just uh, he's gone all out. Okay, summoned to court. It's kind of a weird, bluffy card, isn't it? Like, uh, it's all right, but I'm probably never going to play it. It's good in a mini curve deck, where you most of the time are going to have the lowest cost character. Mm, you mm. shouldn't play this in Banterbridge, Peel. <laughs> no, you should not. Nah. It's also, I guess, good in like uh, a deck that consistently empties its opponent's hand, and you're just taking the risk. And even if they do put, say, say you show your Mance Raider and they show their one cost drop, you know, you've I have such a character advantage. I guess it's kind of a win more card in a non mini curve deck. So I guess this is just a mini curve card yeah. with good gold. Yeah, I I think that's it basically. It wouldn't be a bad opener in a mini curve deck. But then, like, when they've got a handful of nine cards, odds are they're going to have, like, a two or three cost character, which they'll probably just reveal anyway. Because how often are you actually going to put a, you know, and I guess if, tie if you just to, just to try? 
if you tie, right, the first player chooses, right? I would assume so. No, it's if each player who reviewed a character with the lowest printed cost. So oh, if, if, both if you both, you both do, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so that may, maybe it's a little weaker. I don't know. Somebody will find something interesting to do with that card. Yeah. If only you could use a Lenin's Informant to do a challenge in the draw phase. Then we'd have some... Backup. One day. Yeah. Alright, Shadow's Shadow Littlefinger's meddling. Oh, yeah. Um, this is really cool. I like this a lot. Um, it's a mobile Tyrion, isn't it? In many ways. Um, Inf- infinitely better than a mobile Tyrion. Yeah, so I like it a lot. Pretty obnoxious with that Lannister event, down to one gold, and people will cry when you get your put, the free puts, and free tears. It's definitely, a, it's definitely a Lannister card. Oh and no, it's it's for playing three copies of You Murdered Her Children. Oh yeah, that's also good. Yeah, there you oh, go. It's a good, it's a combo enabler. Yeah, bad combos though. I'm gonna <laughs> but, upset Josh, but Josh, you're not allowed to do this one. This is a bad combo. It's not fun. Not fun for anyone. You can, it's it good kind of makes for game first edition, just for a round. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, I like the sound of that. <laughs> it's good in a range deck. It's going to be really good in um, lion decks as a counter to Valor, so you can treachery all the iron mines and stuff. Oh, yeah. Uh, ugh. Gross. Yeah. Anything that lets me play treachery in the uh, challenges phase, uh, in the plot phase makes me really happy to begin with because it's like playing he calls it thinking and then it makes me really really sad because I don't play Lannister but you won't be cancelling any saves then Dave no I won't hands judgment it is Gossip and Lies I mean the place of this deck is quite obvious this card is quite obvious and if you aren't building that deck don't put this in Craven won this card. <laughs> <laughs> you, you don't take this as like you're just, oh, I'm just going to play this as my uh, seventh plot, do you? The problem is you can't play it in a uh, in a range deck. I mean, you skis. can play it in a range yeah, deck. Yeah, but there's nothing in a range deck. So it's got to be uh, intrigue-heavy non-range deck, which just isn't a thing at the moment. I think it's a troll design. I think when Danny or Nate was thinking about this, it's like, we have this really powerful agenda that synergizes with schemes and the intrigue challenge. Let's put a card that has such anti-synergy with that. <laughs> it looks so good, and then it's just not. It's great in your Greyjoy intrigue deck that's not running reigns. Yeah. <laughs> I could play it in my, uh, my small council deck. There you go. With Fat Bob. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Building itself, isn't it? <laughs> oh dear. But it has uh, anti-synergy with the council consents. Oh, because I don't get to stand all the characters because they're still standing. <laughs> yes, but they're all not because of status. It's fine. Well, that's true. There we go. There we go. We're fine. Yeah. We're fine in the synergies. Mm. Yeah. Fine in oof, the synergies. You worried me there. Okay, time of plenty. Yeah, Tom, I think it's pretty solid. Um, it's a shame that it's got a summer trait in a way, because this would be quite funny in like the Greyjoy deck, which stuffs the hand and loads of reserve. Um, but yeah, as it stands on its own, it's it's helpful, I guess. It's got some very big numbers, hasn't it? Mm. Yeah. It's very, very solid in a summer deck. The, 
It may even, you know, the question is what will it push out in a summer deck? So maybe maybe if you're worried about, uh, what's the X plot? Summer, summer Harvest? Harvest. Yeah. yeah. If you're worried about Summer Harvest, you know, the Varus, you're afraid of Varus' Riddle or something, replace that with this. You're going to, you know, seven gold, draw three, eight reserve in a summer in a summer deck. That's pretty good. Mm. I mean, yeah. I think it's more that if you were running a two of, you'll probably drop one, drop the two of and run this instead. Yeah. I, yeah. It's more consistent than a second Summer Harvest. It's, uh, it might get you out of a tight spot instead of like a second... Song of Summer or something. Yeah, a lot of people run two close calls as well. I think just because it's got good numbers and it's a little bit of draws. So this, this kind of is better than that. Gives away a card to someone else for one more gold. It doesn't unkill your character though. Yeah, but post that, I mean, shuffling one dead person back into your deck is that really gonna? No, it puts them in the discard pile. Oh, sorry, that's what I mean. Like going post Valor, yeah. if we would go back down towards like one of uniques, close call is going to lose its value a little bit. Well, a lot. Assuming, of course, we have the character base to go down to the the good old days of one of each unique, which I don't think we Indeed. did just yet. But one day. One day. One day. Just Almost as rotation certain. hits and we then lose them all. Yeah. Um, early Frost. Now, this is what you call fatality. Isn't it? This is it. This is finishing someone off. You've got them yeah. on the ropes. They're staggered. And You're this right. is the bang. Right to the chin. See you later. What do you think to the Ark Craven? Well... <laughs> it's alright, Slade. Mm. I love it, look! Look at all that corn. No. Ah ha ha! It's a white rose. Twice! Rain, you got me twice! Yeah. Sake. <laughs> um, yes. Yes. A lovely, a proud white raven cacoring there. Um, no, this is, this is fantastic. Terrifying card. If you squint, it kind of looks like a poor man's fear of winter from first edition. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of obnoxious. And you can run two of them. It, yeah. Uh, it is it's powerful. obnoxious, yeah. Definitely. It, it, you know, in a, set of, like, in a choke deck is kind of a closer, being able to go into this, into this, you know, and you're also playing Famine, and... I mean, you would just... You would have no cards in your hand at that point, because you'd have, like, you know, the reserve is really low. But it, it's very powerful. I wouldn't expect... I'd expect to see it at least a one-of in mo- most winter decks. I think so. I think it's really good. It's got a lot better stats with a uh, with a different kind of downside to the, some of the other ones. It's it, it is a bit a win more perhaps, but uh, often these winter decks need that. They just need to keep the pressure up. Yeah, they need to lock you down. Because if they lose that lockdown, they lose the game. Yep. This is it. We did it. Cool. That was uh, wasn't too bad. Wasn't too scary. We all alive. I don't know if Hill's gone. Possibly dead. <laughs> Eaten by his cat. <laughs> oh dear. You joke, but like, I'm going to have to sell another Starlight ticket. <laughs> I'll probably buy it back. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> true. True. But we don't get our reoccurring segment now, since Peel has disappeared. Oh yeah, that's a good point. I would have forgotten. So, uh, I guess... What reoccurring segment? Oh, go on, Roy. You, you can take Peel's reoccurring segment and introduce it to Craven. Okay. Well, my advice for <laughs> the week is always count your power tokens before you begin a tournament. Because you don't want to be in round four and realize you only have 
14 power tokens. Sounds like a man with experience. Yes. So is this something Peel's doing there, is he? Does he give a little weekly tip? Yep, and that's the first yep. one that's Thrones-related. <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> He's only done two or three. Oh, mm. it's my favourite segment now. Yeah. Uh, I turn my back, I mean, Dave immediately allows Peel to do a sign-off. It was a, um, Fuck it you, was Dave. A, it was a listener's question that we moved to the end and then decided to keep going. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I kind of like it. Mm, it's nice. It's a charming way to end an episode. Yeah, now you can mm. fuck off. <laughs> <laughs>